Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. to be a part of it. Hobie, Hobie. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 380, part two. Uh, Take two. Uh, I'm Jason. (laughs) I'm Jeff still. Uh, I'm still the intern. (laughs) And no Blake, no Jim still, but we got Joel from the uh, 40 going on 14 gang. Welcome, Joel. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Mike is going to be joining us uh, in a little bit as well. So for anybody uh, listening, uh, this is 40 going on 14 joining us. Uh, This is historic because we've known you guys for a long time. I think this is the first time you guys have been on our show, correct? Uh, That's first time as far as I know. That is, I think we were supposed to get you, and then something happened, and then that was like five years ago. So... Our booking committee did not do a good job uh, with everything. Um, but I think yeah. that's when the intern fax machine was in charge. That damn fax machine. Uh, but I think the last time I saw you guys it was was at Gen Con up in Indianapolis like four years ago. Um, yeah, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. So, uh, so Joel, tell us what your podcast is all about. Oh, I like to refer to it as a nostalgia cast. Uh, we talk about things then and now, uh, kind of compare primarily films and television shows, but we also do what we call our memory shows where we talk about, uh, you know, places we've lived, restaurants, things like that. So it's kind of comparing what it was like being 14 versus all of us now being in our forties and kind of how perceptions change and a lot of dick and fart jokes, you know, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, we, and, uh, you guys every week pick a topic and then basically go, uh, well, every episode, I should say like one episode could be about GI Joe, correct. And then another one could be He-Man or not just saying toys, but, um, I think there was one that you did about wrestling, uh, that I love. So, um, so how do you come up with each topic? Uh, it's kind of by committee. Uh, we've got a, a running list that we keep, mm-hmm. but you know, some ideas are better than others. So, uh, you know, we kind of plan out about a month or so in advance, figure out kind of what we want to do. And then depending on the week, uh, we'll kind of go from there, but everybody pitches ideas and we have a, uh, listenership that we've got through discord mm-hmm. and, uh, there's an ongoing chat there. And so people will sometimes make suggestions, which then also become show ideas, which, uh, you know. Sometimes it feels like a struggle, and sometimes it uh, comes very easy. 
So we do a top five every week, and we're 380 episodes in. And I agree with you. Like some weeks, it is a struggle to find something for a top five. <laughs> and so I couldn't even like pick. this week. Hey, hey, Joel picked this week's. <laughs> oh, well, that's that, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, so I, I, I get it. I mean, it is difficult every week to find something different, um, you know, and, you know, as much as I would love to talk about super DC superpowers and toys and all that, I, I guess that it is difficult to get, come up with a subject each week. Um, what do you think has been one of your more popular shows uh, in terms of topics that you were kind of surprised by? Uh, well, I can tell you the one that we were, surprised by that wasn't popular was the Cameron Diaz show. Um, I think I suggested that and was expecting a little better feedback and it's turned out to be kind of a pariah Mm -hmm. in in the feed. I'm not sure why, but I I think our memory shows tend to be the most, the most popular because it's more free form Mm -hmm. and you get a lot more of us just being ourselves and kind of riffing Mm-hmm. versus the ones where it's a little more structured and we get kind of in-depth and cerebral, you know, if that's possible. Yeah, and, you know, you, you got a outline that we do. Uh, <laughs> so this is very fluid. So we try to, you know, not, you know, we try to go through an outline, but we basically are very free on this one too. So if there's a tangent you want to go on, you know, that's what we try to do, because I think people kind of like that as well. Um, nothing scripted, obviously. But uh, so, right. um, yeah, each week, uh, intern Brian does a great job with the outline. Right, Brian? Yeah, I do. Yep. Thank you. Yep. yep. Uh, Hello. Hey, I think we got Mike on the line. Hi, oh, Mike. Oh, Mike is here. Mike just got back from Waukegan. Where the hell is that? You know where Great America is in Chicago? Yeah, okay. So go... Okay, so go go north and past Chicago, mm-hmm. just get to almost Wisconsin, and then take a right. <laughs> and you're in Waukegan. Is it a touristy place? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, my daughter my daughter had uh, a volleyball game up there. I got suckered into – not suckered. I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm their coach for the junior varsity uh, girls volleyball team. Mm-hmm. And they had a game in Waukegan. So everything was going fine. I was going to be here right on time. And then we stopped for McDonald's and Waukegan said, you know, I think Sophie needs to get the full Waukegan experience. <laughs> so in one stop to McDonald's, she got to see one, a ghetto uh, um, argument at the McDonald's window where food was thrown. Nice. Uh, ambulance call to a skeevy hotel <laughs> and a drug deal. <laughs> in that order? <laughs> No, actually, the drug deal was before the ambulance. Oh, but okay. uh, <laughs> I mean, that's usually the order, I guess. Oh, yeah, totally. But it was, it was she's like, what are those guys doing in that? Like, they're all saddled around that car. I'm like, oh, that's a drug deal going down right now. It's like, oh, so <laughs> she's totally a tourist attraction. See? Complete tourist attraction. Lots yes. to do. <laughs> how, old is, how old is your daughter? She's 17. Oh, okay. So she it's not a completely, you know, shocking thing. I mean, it's still shocking, but at least she's, you know, knows the world a little bit then. She knows that these things happen. You know, it wasn't like, oh, my God, what, you know, what? I didn't realize these people existed. You know, she's like, I've never seen one in process. That's kind of kind of amazing. They're not very discreet, are they? I'm like, well, they're in Waukegan. <laughs> I, it wasn't like when I was about 
eight years old and my parents went, uh, we went to, on a trip to New York and there were hookers on the street. And I was like, Oh look, bag ladies. <laughs> yeah. Those aren't bags, Joel. <laughs> Those are condoms. You like the sacks. <laughs> Those aren't bags. Those are condoms. <laughs> ah, sorry. I like that. I like that music like in the that. background. I don't know what that was. I, but I, I got a new toy. Um, I just picked up a Zoom PodTrack P4. Mm-hmm. And the old Joel remembers when we we would do the podcast when we go to Gen Con. I would have to bring my my laptop, my soundboard. Mm-hmm. The mics, all that. Literally, with this thing, it's about the size of, um, I think, like a first gen Walkman. Mm-hmm. About that big. Takes four microphone inputs on the top, four headphone outputs on the bottom. It can do telephone uh, and hook it up to the computer. Does automatic mix minus if you have the phone on. Jeez. And has four little sound pads. Wow. And so. Yeah, next time we go to Gen Con, I don't have to bring all that stuff anymore. I can just plug our mics into this thing and record directly to this. What is that called? A Zoom what? Uh, it's the Zoom PodTrack P4. PodTrack P4. Kind of like a bag lady. Lots of inputs. <laughs> 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 Jeff, look into this for uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo. Dude, you you love it. it it's really... I, I just started playing with it a couple of days ago, but I can actually change these. So I, it uh, works on a regular size SD card. Mm-hmm. You pop that in there and put, you can put like for our show this week, mm-hmm. I'm going to put our theme music on there and I'll be able to just hit the button and get the theme music, hit oh. the button. And I, I've even got, hang on, what is, is it this one? Wait. Ooh. Oh, we need that. And, and we've got <laughs> this. We've got this too. Oh. So, Jeff, look into that. Since I come at Expo, because uh, I'd rather not bring these soundboard, these mixing boards, but uh, we will because we did it last year, um, September seventeenth through we the nineteenth. We didn't 19th. do it last year. Dude, oh no, I not last year because right of now. COVID. Damn you, COVID. September seventeenth uh, through the nineteenth. Get your tickets since Expo dot com. Hobie will be there. Uh, I cannot guarantee, but uh, I think uh, Michael J. Fox might be there. Army Hammer, no, uh, Clive Owen. No, no. I can't confirm any of those, but they could be there. So just let you Michael know. J. Fox is going to be there, but the deal is really shaky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're playing right into his hand. Oh, well, he's, just gonna, he's just going to softball him over like that. You know <laughs> You know what? I'll be honest. Bri- uh, Blake's fired. Joel and Mike are on. Okay. You guys, Oof. every Tuesday Oof. night. <laughs> I need you here. <laughs> so let me ask you this. We're going through your podcast here, Mike, uh, talking to Joel about this. Uh, you guys can answer um, before we get into uh, the show here. Why is Blake on your show several times? I'm kind of worried about that. <laughs> uh, because he's the one who said yes. Okay. <laughs> he's the one who said yes. And he's he's one of the other podcasters that we go, hey, remember the guys from Hobie? Oh, yeah, I remember Blake and the guys. Yeah, we're going to get Blake. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember Blake. OK, so because we're also dealing with. Pat, who's if Pat remembers your name and remembers your face, you're doing all right. Because <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on this, but Pat smokes a little weed, <laughs> just a little, just a little. But um, but no, I, I, uh, I don't know. He left an impression on us. Oh, he leaves an impression. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, it's like sitting in a bowl of Jello. You leave an impression. That's right. Good old Blake. Uh, he showed up on our episode 18. Uh, we invited him on, and he never left. Uh, so 362 episodes later, he's still here. Uh, so, uh, no, we love Blake. Um, Blake, Blake and I have a love hate relationship. I love him. He hates me, but it works. 
Um, <laughs> and then uh, intern Brian over there. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. Thanks. Good. Brian showed up like, I don't know, 100 episodes ago. Hasn't left yet. You've been on the show, what, two, three years now? Uh, I think we're coming up on two. Okay. Okay. I nice. think. Yeah. For your research, I need you to know what episode you showed up on. And then that way we can do your anniversary proper. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So let's get into it here. Let's get into this. Um, so we're pretty much anything you guys want to talk about that's not on the outline is perfectly fine. Um, we're going to do the first thing is does, has anybody watched Invincible yet on Amazon Prime? I finished it. Oh. I watched, well, the first three episodes. Yeah, that there's only three right now. Yeah, I watched all three of them yesterday. I'm, I got the last one I have not watched. Uh, your thoughts, anybody's thoughts about it? I'm liking it. I, I I really am enjoying it. I think it for a conversion of a comic that is actually really bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they've done a really good job of converting it to something that could be actually uh, on Amazon, kind of like um, the boys. Yeah. If you've read the graphic novels for the boys, I mean, Butcher in the boys is a horrible person. And you would not want to watch what that man does in the comic, but mm-hmm. they've actually toned him down. I think I think they've done a good job of toning down the actual the comic to a, a mass consumable ma- uh, format. Next season should be interesting because they got some pretty hardcore stuff coming. Um, so I'm interested to see how they do that, uh, especially with some of the new characters that they bring in, especially the younger superheroes with Homelander. I'm interested to see how you know, hardcore, they're going to go with it. Um, but yeah, I liked invincible. I don't know much about it just for people that don't know. It's basically, uh, a league of superheroes and, uh, there's an older guy in there and his son, and he's from another planet. And then his son, um, he had a son with a regular human and his son is 17, I think in it, and it should be developing Mm -hmm. powers and he develops them late. Uh, and then basically the dad starts training him, but there's a twist and we don't want to do too many spoilers, but the dad is not the nicest guy. And, uh, he has some issues. Spoilers. <laughs> he has some issues, um, that he may take out on this, the superheroes. Um, so it, it's very well done. Uh, like I said, I knew the basic idea about it. Uh, but the twist at the end of the first episode still got me like I big was, time. Yeah. Like, Oh Yeah. Brian, I mean, like when you see Invincible, the son, you know, he comes down and is like, yeah, I'm invincible or whatever. And then that's it. You thought that was the, I thought that was the end of the episode. And then they showed yeah. the superheroes and I'm like, whoa, 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 what the hell? And um, so, Brian, what was your thought on it? I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's it's uh, basically a graphic animated version of The Walking Dead. If you look at the cast list. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's it's mm-hmm. chock full of Walking Dead uh, actors, so that's cool. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm I'm interested to see where they go with it. Do not let your kids watch it. It's a cartoon, nope. but it is not for kids. <laughs> My 11 year old asked if he could watch it. I said, No, no, you're not watching that. <laughs> see, that's one of the benefits of having a uh, a 17 and a 21 year old. <laughs> they is can. that you're like. Yeah, I mean the the awkward the awkward moments do occasionally occur once in a while. Like, what what were we like occasionally in The Witcher? 
Mm-hmm. There's a couple kind of like side eyes or, or the, when we watched um, my my older daughter, she turned 17 and she was like, oh, I'm like, she's 17. She goes, right now I can watch uh, Deadpool. Now you guys are like, OK, <laughs> you can watch Deadpool. I promise you, you know, we, we were kind of kind of held to that, you know, know our movies until you're 17. Mm-hmm. And then we watched it with me on the couch. It was like myself, my daughter and my wife all sitting there. And then the um, calendar girl song scene came on <laughs> and Women's Day showed up. Yep. And that that scene popped and she goes, her eyes get real wide. She looks at me and she goes, what just happened? (laughs) It's Women's Day. You got to ask your mother about that. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what that's about. (laughs) Yeah, my son. So I got um, 11 year, almost 11 year old, um, a seven year old daughter and a four year old son. And so we have a wide range, obviously. Um, and definitely the four-year-old is getting the benefit of having older kids because we're like, whatever, it's fine, you know, at this point, uh, <laughs> within reason. But my oldest son, uh, we just started letting him watch the new Godzilla films, uh, King of Monsters, he saw, and Skull Island. He didn't see the Godzilla because it's now on HBO Max, bastards. Um, but he really is. What? I know. Because my wife is a lot more conservative on the movies, and she's the one that said... Yeah, you can watch the new King, the new Godzilla film with uh, your dad on you know March thirty first. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so uh, we started going through them, but it is kind of nice to you know see him watch those. He's watched the Indiana Jones films, except the fourth one because that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> oh, Joel, come on, get, back me up here. That fourth one is god awful, right? Uh, it's entertaining, but I don't know that I need to see it again. What is entertaining about it? You got to understand his bar for entertaining <laughs> is rather low. I mean, I'm on this show. It's entertaining, right? Oh. <laughs> and Joel wasn't accepted back. All right. Actually, you keep I keep putting I, up softballs for him, Jason. <laughs> I, I heard that you do impressions. Uh, well, does is in quotes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, are I we wouldn't even say. Off? Is that what we're doing here? Is that what you're getting at, Jason? No, no, Joel. I'm not impression off with Joel. I'm just saying Joel and I might do a little top five later this today in just impressions, just using impressions. I think that could work um, because Joel, I'm kind of a master impressionist too, and uh, our our work, yours and I's, I think is vastly undiscovered uh, in the world. I don't think people appreciate it that much. See, the thing is with Joel's impression is that all of his impressions are impressions of Woody Allen doing somebody else's impression. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much what they've decided. Um, Although we all we have characters on the show and I'd say probably 80 percent of them are mine. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a a coin toss. What do you think is your best impression, Joel? L. (laughs) Yeah, L from Star Crash is Pat's favorite. But, you know, you got to be a Roger Corman fan to, to mm-hmm. really understand. Can you do yeah, a Michael Caine? No. <laughs> Neither can Jason. So. Hey, 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 hey. Some people just want to watch the world bud. See? Just like that. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Michael Caine. Actually, all week when Blake told me that you guys were coming on, I was really excited because I was like, oh, Jolto's impressions. We can do this. This is going to be great. <laughs> I've been practicing all week, tuning, tuning my vocal cords. So. Sometimes we'll uh, hey, Jason. I know it. 
Yes, Brian. I just got a t- I got a text from Dr. Dana that told me to tell you to stop doing impressions. What? She heard you upstairs doing <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> Michael Caine and said, "Tell Jason to stop." That's not fair. <laughs> Is that Kermit the Frog? It could be Michael Caine or Yoda (laughs) or Michael Caine. (laughs) Take your pick. Corbett the Frog here. (laughs) See, I think it's great to be on Hobie. I don't know what that one was. (laughs) That was closer to Yoda, but yes, that was what I was going for, Jeff. Thank you. (laughs) Yoda, he is doing Mm. waka waka waka. (laughs) I'm not sure what that was. (laughs) <laughs> it's ballsy. You know I think why? that was Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> Put a type cassette in my back there, Brian. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. You know, if Teddy Ruxpin became the creepy Chucky doll, it wouldn't surprise me. That thing was creepy as fuck. Oh, great. You know what's, what's, cool Cage in it? what's that, Joel? You take... Oh. oh, I would just say put Nicolas Cage in that movie. I'll watch it. Is he the voice of Teddy Ruxpin or is he the hero f- stopping Teddy Ruxpin? Yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> he Done. plays both parts. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, what were you saying? I was saying with Teddy Ruxpin is you got to take the fur off and then have him talk. Especially mm-hmm. if you put a cassette that's not like a Teddy Ruxpin cassette, but just maybe even a music cassette, have him sing along. See, I bet you could do that because I did notice that the Teddy Ruxpin cassettes just had like there was like a, a notch cut out of the top of them. So I was always thinking when I was a kid, I looked at them like, man, once one hand, this would be amazing. On the other hand, do I really want to ruin my Megadeth cassette? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Take the hair off of uh, Nicolas Cage and be pretty frightening. Oh. Oh. Now, see, like with the, the Teddy Ruxpin, Nick Cage crossover, have you guys seen the trailer for the movie Willy's Wonderland? No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Will, that's the one with Jason? Nick Cage, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's yes. the one you've been looking forward to, yes. Jason. Yes. yes, Sorry, I was thinking of the other one. Go ahead. I, I showed that to the girls, and, you know, uh, I was just thinking, like, there's almost like a resurgence. You could probably, if you made, like, a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's mm-hmm. Teddy Ruxpin nowadays, I bet people would buy it. Could but... you put uh, My Pet Monster in there, too? Remember that? My Pet Monster was terrifying. How is that what? even a toy? It was, and even had the chains. Remember that that you ripped. Yeah. Them? Oh, that if thing. he's so friendly, why is he in chains? Why is nobody answering these questions? <laughs> Put some boglins in there too while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could we do the? What was those? Uh, what, what was those things, Jeff? Uh, Monchichis? Is that what they were? Oh, Monchichis. Yeah. Oh, so hey, Joel, you know what? Is would that what you were talking about? Great. What is if we found a Monchichi? <laughs> That's a callback. That was the night before my wedding. We're all sleeping in the living room, my in-laws house. And we, for some reason or another, somebody started going, he, he, he. And we decided that was the noise of a Manchichi. <laughs> and Joel goes, he says, you know what would make this weekend awesome? If we could find a Manchichi. And I was like, okay, so my wedding obviously isn't good enough for you, Joel. You need a freaking Manchichi to complete things. I, I, I can kind of see where he's coming from. Well, I mean, yeah, Machichi would have been sweet. To be fair, when I was reading Bride Just Magazine this m- when I was reading Bride Magazine this month, they did say Manchichis are all the rage now. So for weddings, so like instead of a bouquet of flowers, they do a bouquet of Manchichis. Um, I would love to see a Manchichi themed wedding. Oh God! I want to know why you're reading well, Bride Magazine. Why wouldn't you, you Joel? <laughs> 
I'm about to say our free our frequent guest and collaborator Scab Jeff is getting married in the fall. Ooh. You think we can push him for a Manchichi themed wedding? This is like his or fifth, at least this is his fifth wedding. I don't think it would be a problem. Get all the groomsmen to suck their thumbs while they're up there, like a Manchichi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, part of me thinks that's creepier than a Manchichi wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they all sucking their thumbs? It's I don't know. It's some sort of bet they had. <laughs> That's my fetish. Although, I think they're going for, like, a board game theme, so I don't know if I want to take it away from that. I bet it's Twister. (laughs) (laughs) You have to walk down the aisle with Twister. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Worst wedding theme ever. (laughs) Scam Jeff, do you left foot blue? (laughs) (laughs) My God, this walk down the aisle is taking 18 minutes. Come on. Damn it. Spin. Because, Jeff, you're in the wedding, right? Yes. Okay. Scab Jeff, oh. right foot blue. Just uh, Regular Jeff, right right foot green. <laughs> you just got to keep walking like it would be like the human <laughs> caterpillar down there with Twister. Ew. Ew. Oh, human centipede no, no, would be better. Wow. <laughs> but did you say Why Brian? Why would you go there? <laughs> what did you say, Brian? He corrected you and said that the human centipede would be the proper reference. Yeah, no, I like yeah. the human caterpillar. I like that idea. <laughs> Turn into got, I got Twister, the human caterpillar of the version. Why is it sticky? <laughs> <laughs> the whole mat's made out of that same stuff. They make those like uh, those sticky hands out of. Oh, that you slap against the window. Oh, yeah. And then they immediately turn into a ball of fur. Uh, <laughs> my four year old loves those. And every single time he gets one, like within a day, I throw it away. I can't. I, my OCD cannot ha- handle that in the house. I just can't. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Joel, uh, have you watched anything this week that you want to talk about? Any TV shows, movies, anything? Uh, well, I just finished Superstore tonight, actually, the, the, the season finale or series finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a well done show. And uh, we've started watching Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I keep wanting to call it Falcon and the Snowman. But that's a different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different thing altogether. Uh, Do- so did you watch the whole series of uh, Superstore? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a, we, we tend to watch something with dinner as a family, mm-hmm. and we've been watching that religiously uh, since it started, and we're all fans of the show. So it was, it was kind of bittersweet. Uh, they did pass on the Bo and Cheyenne spinoff, uh, which probably would be for the best, in all honesty. Um, I, I was oh, yeah. I wasn't too sold on them with the spin-off. Uh, so my wife and I have been huge fans of Superstore, and uh, it was sad to see it end. Like, I felt like they really, like, they kind of rushed it. I think part of it was because of COVID. They couldn't do as many episodes, and I felt like they crammed a lot in this last season. But uh, even if it wasn't the best the last couple of years, I still really loved that show. I, I'm going to miss it a lot. Yeah, I um I remember there was such a big deal when they were talking about Amy leaving. And then I was like with them doing the shorter run of the series and ending it. I'm like, she was gone two episodes and then she, yeah. <laughs> she was back, but I like that. They wrapped up all the storyline. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I like that they did the six feet under type of montage at the end of where everybody's at. I enjoyed that part. Um, you know, I, it, that's what my wife said too. Yeah. Did I miss that part? Where everybody's at? I, Not everybody, but most of them. No, I think I missed that part. So you didn't see... I, okay, spoilers. You didn't see Jonah running for city council? 
Oh yeah, I did see that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Amy's got a corporate job. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't I, I a thought, sixty well, I under. Maybe they were gonna. No, when they died. <laughs> <laughs> but you said six feet under. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> I mean, everything does a here's a glimpse of uh, they, what two years in the future not, for them. Not every show. And I need closure. So I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, See, the problem I had when I was watching it, though, we recorded it on our TiVo and whatnot. And then we go back to watch it. And it's a couple days later, and we're getting the weatherman interrupting the show to tell us that there's thunderstorms outside. And so we miss the big reveal that they find a satchel of feet. Yes. All of a sudden it goes, they, they don't interrupt the commercials. They interrupt the show, go to commercial, come back from commercial, and they're talking about trying what to do with a satchel of feet. We're like... Wow, that was a big reveal we missed. <laughs> is this on? Is this on the news or is this on the TV show? This is on the TV. Like, show. there's a thunderstorm coming, and we got this bag of feet. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, that it, would have been here in Ohio. We had a thunderstorm, and so we had the same thing, Jeff. It was I was yelling at the weatherman. I was like, "F you, Frazier, to get off my TV! I'm trying to find a satchel of feet." And, um, yeah, it was the same thing. Like, it interrupted, and we came back, and my wife's like, well, I guess they found a bag of feet. Thanks for that update. Basically, the local yeah. news just interrupted the show. And I'm like, if oh. it interrupts anymore, I'm going to be quite upset, like when they interrupted the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good. Jason was having a, everyone over to his house, the Stanley Cup party. And years we were ago. all in the living room. Years ago. But uh, we were all in the living room. Uh turn on NBC and the local affiliate for two hours had the weather on because the farther reaches of the, their viewership, there is a potential tornado. Like close to West and, Virginia. <laughs> and we're well, in Cincinnati. That far, but. It was close. So I uh, proceeded well, to uh, make phone calls to the local weather station and leave answering machine messages all day, all the whole two hours. I was not happy. Nice. Not ah, that's why I love yeah. Hulu. Yeah. I, I think we're going to go back because uh, YouTube TV has like you can watch it on demand. So it's like un- and I think we're going to go back and have to watch it. So, did, Joel, did you like who they found who they revealed as the foot person? I I was literally uh, a little surprised. I, I wasn't quite sure I had money on anybody in particular, but mm-hmm. the person that they did reveal was perfect. Yes. That didn't surprise me at all. When they did reveal it, <laughs> I just like he's also the same guy that does threesomes uh, and orgies <laughs> earlier in the year, like the other seasons. Like, what? What is this guy doing? Um, and did you notice that he was the one character that was not at uh, the picnic at the end? He was. The yeah, only I needed one. closure on that anecdote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was reading an interview with the creators and they said that they, they didn't put him in there on purpose. Cause they say like, we revealed this. So we kind of want to leave it up to people. If they think he got caught or not, we hope he got caught, <laughs> but we don't know if he did. <laughs> and no one ever said he murdered them. He just found that he, maybe he just placed feet. <laughs> Am I in danger? Well, do you have feet? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just like, uh, uh, Marcus, when he finds the bag of feet around the pop, <laughs> that is a big bag of feet. <laughs> uh, uh, anything else you watched, Joel? 
Uh, no, that's that's been the the bulk of it. Although uh, uh, we are in the middle of uh, watching Justice League, uh, both the Snyder Cut and the original animated series. Not Super Friends, but Justice mm-hmm. League. Justice League. Uh, for an upcoming episode of Forty Going on Fourteen. Uh, what chapter are you on for Justice League? The Snyder Cut. Oh, we 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 finished it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I, we finished it also. Did you? I haven't started it. Did you grow a beard? While watching it, like a longer beer, like is it like down to your feet? Because, whoo, Nelly is that a long one. Yeah, that was my. It was because like my wife was like, uh, we were finishing up the second section. It was like the first section that went chapter two, and I was like, oh, time for bed. You know, it's <laughs> eleven. She goes, what do you mean? It says chapter two. It's like, yeah, chapter two is probably either an hour, hour and a half long. She goes, no, come on. I was like, I had to pause it, like do that tab down to show her how long it went. I'm like, this thing. Is half a workday long. <laughs> it's half a shift long. That's how long this movie is. So it took us five days. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm at chapter four right now. Um, okay. And I've been trying to do it like when I'm like on the bike, like my exercise bike and that. But even sometimes I'm like, I need to watch something else. Because I was like, I don't know if I can watch this you know, for even 40 minutes straight. <laughs> it certainly won't get you motivated to keep riding that bike, would it? No, no. And I love Cyborg in it. And I got to his chapter. I'm like, okay, I got to find something else. <laughs> this is not uplifting right now. See, and I'm, I'm uh, of the mind that if I'm going to sit down and watch something, I'm going to get beginning, middle and end and get done with it. Unless it's an ongoing series. Mm-hmm. So I told the family, I'm like, all right, this Sunday we're going to watch, Justice League, and then they're like, how long is it? I'm like, four hours, and I got a lot of grunts and groans, but uh, we sat down, and when we watched the whole thing in one shot, which Order the pizza and grab the bucket. We're not leaving the living room. (laughs) (laughs) Get your diapers on. Uh, I I was going to say, I I liked it. I mean, I have have definitely opinions on it. It it was good. I think definitely it was a completely different movie from the original, Mm -hmm. uh, from what they originally released, but I think I'm falling into the camp of they could have done this as a miniseries. Yeah. They could have done this. I mean, because you remember miniseries like when, when, you know, when you were kids and like, oh, this, you know, there's going to be uh, the Thorn Birds or or some other like this V. The original V was oh, a miniseries. Yeah. You know, and that was the shit because you got all that. You didn't have to wait a week. Mm-hmm. You could see it in conversation at school was super awesome every day because you're like, oh, my God, did you see her eat that mouse? That was so cool. I mean, and that wasn't I mean, that was V. That wasn't Wonder Woman. <laughs> was that the word? <laughs> Richard Chamberlain ate a mouse. I don't remember that one. You don't remember that from the Thornbirds <laughs> or Shogun? Richard Chamberlain and Shogun. And Richard Chamberlain was in a lot of miniseries. Now that I think about it, and well, Stephen King though was always a miniseries of Stephen King books. Uh, yeah, Langoliers. Uh, Langoliers. Tommy Knockers. <laughs> Tommy Knockers. No, no, no. Um, Needful yeah, Things wasn't Needful Things. No, Needful Things was a no. movie. Um, oh. that was a theatrical one. Tommy knockers. You are correct. They did make that one. Mm. Um, it, the stand I'm trying to think what else, Mr. Mercedes. Did they? Oh, is that now? Yeah. What's that? Is that on right now? Is that the one you were watching? Uh, no, it, it's finished up. Okay. They, just, uh, oh. they just finished it up. I, they just released it on, uh, Peacock like okay. two months ago. I just finished it, uh, last night actually. Okay. So the it's worst thing awesome. about oh good good stuff yeah very good I gotta I gotta put it on the list then the the worst thing about Langoliers was seeing Balky 
playing <laughs> such a creep. Yeah. Oh, Larry Appleton. <laughs> when, when he was sitting at the desk ripping the paper, I'm like, Balky, I like you so much. Why are you being so weird? I did like that they added the dance of joy at the end. I thought that was a nice moment. Come on, Balky, just do it. That's why you're doing it. You don't remember him dancing with the Langoliers? Yeah. <laughs> We're so happy we do the dance of joy. No, no, no. I don't uh, know. After seeing him do a, a lot of coke in True Romance, I, uh, <laughs> it was kind of ruined Perfect Strangers for me. You know what ruined Perfect Strangers for me? Beverly Hills Cop 3. He showed never been in it. It really <laughs> went downhill the after that. The pilot. <laughs> the pilot. Hey! <laughs> they jumped the shark <sighs> when they bought the house. That's what the problem Yeah, they did. Was. Um, There's so many times where I'll watch stuff for the show. It's like I'll I'll come into the living room. Hey, we'll start watching something, and the girls are like, even girls, including the wife. Oh, what are we watching tonight? Well, I got a movie I got to watch for the show tonight, and they all like in sync get up and walk to the separate rooms, <laughs> <laughs> and then my bandwidth drops. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's streaming something in a different room, you know. My my Way to split the family up. My my kids don't uh, appreciate anything that I used to watch in the like back in the old days. Like I turned on dinosaurs on Disney Plus, they hated it. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. The Muppet Show, my daughter doesn't like. She like hates it with a passion. I'm like, you're, you're gonna have to get daughter. rid of her. I know. I said you're not my daughter. <laughs> you're not my daughter. You can't. No. And then what the best part is, I hate Superman wait, so wait. much. My kids actually turn on cartoons of Superman just to annoy me. I'm like, seriously? No, Dad, <laughs> we're really watching it. No, you're not. <laughs> His character arc is so great. So, so your daughter refuses or hates to watch The Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. But wasn't she the one that watched that new god-awful Muppet Babies? She did watch The Muppet Babies for a little bit. There's a new Muppet Babies? Yeah. There was a new Muppet Babies where they added a completely strange character that came out of nowhere, some little penguin or something mm-hmm. who was like the lead character. I'm like, what does this have to do with the Muppets? Cause that's what everybody wants. You know, everybody wants an old show that they loved with character leading that nobody friggin' knows. Yes. Scrappy do. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. No, actually the, the, um, what was it? The, uh, the show, my podcast with the movies that I've watched actually got me in trouble. I don't say in trouble with the neighbors, but there was like one, I forget what I was watching. I think I was watching Predator or some some movie. It was like, and my daughter came down, my younger one came down. She was maybe like, God, she could have been nine or ten at the time. God, we've been doing this for a long time. We've been doing this um, for a while. Yeah, and she's <laughs> she went up to her, you know, she came downstairs and she was like, oh, what are you watching? I'm watching Predator. I really don't think you need to be watching this. This ain't something for you. You should probably go to, you know, go to your room while I watch this movie. And some, she was in her room and she's talking to the neighbor kids and they're like, what are you doing in your room? Are you grounded? She goes, no, my dad said I should stay in my room because he's watching a bad movie. <laughs> and <laughs> next thing I know, my neighbors, now, I, this, this is the weirdness of it, like, Okay, we're homeschoolers, but we're not like, you know, when you hear when you hear homeschoolers, you think, you know, like the Stepford kids and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joel's met my kids. They're not you would not expect them to be homeschoolers. Like one of them has purple hair. I mean, the next door neighbors were capital H homeschoolers. Like the girls were not allowed to wear pants. Oh, the long so, jean skirts, the long jean yeah. skirts. Yep. Long skirts. It was like it was like a Mary Ingalls Wilder book next door. Laura, Laura Ingalls Wilder. <laughs> Laura Ingalls Wilder. I don't even know. But anyway, so um, so then like the mom was like, 
I don't lock my children in their rooms when they, you're watching your terrible movies. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I have no, I was like in the same, in, in the same breath. She's saying this to me. They had 15 kids on purpose Buy a television. I know. Right. <laughs> you know, buy a stamp collection, find another hobby. Uh, <laughs> but they had the youngest boy who was for lack of a better term, the bitch. He was the youngest of 15 and well, not, he wasn't the youngest. He was the youngest boy of 15. And I remember there was like one day where I was leaving for work and I won't use the kid's name. I'll call him Chucky because Chucky. And I was like, <laughs> I'm leaving for work and I pull out of the driveway and I start to pull out and I stop and I'm like, Hey, Chucky, you okay? And Chucky is tied to the tree in the front yard <laughs> from oh, neck oh. ankles with rope. I mean, like, like, old school tied to the train tracks type rope, just like a hundred percent rope to the door. And I'm like, you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Like, did your brothers tie you to the tree? Yeah. You going to be okay? Yeah, they'll come back. So I'm like, all right, not my kid, not my monkey, not my, <laughs> okay, I'm not, and I'm late to work. I can't deal with this right now. So I leave. I get home that night and my, my wife's like, did you know that he was tied to the tree all day? He's got this terrible sunburn now. And, like, and I'm like, yeah, I saw him when I left for work. And I'm like, why didn't you do anything? I'm like, yeah, I stopped and asked if he was okay. I don't know what the hell happens in that house. In all honesty, if you stopped and tr- started to untie him, a cop would drive by and be like, what the hell is this guy doing to this no, kid? No, my luck. I'd be like, Oh no, yeah. officer! I'm just letting him loose. <laughs> After what, sir? You know, like my, well, the other funny thing is, like my my daughters, um, they weren't allowed to read Harry Potter next door. Mm-hmm. So we're at we're at dinner, and there's a knock at the back door. So there's this. So my older daughter, who she's maybe twelve at the time, gets up, runs to the back door. The door opens just a crack. A brown paper bag gets handed to her. She closes the door, runs up to her room, comes back down, and keeps eating. And we're like, <laughs> and you know, my wife and I are like, you got to think we're either dead or nuts if we're just going to let that pass. You know, what the hell was that about? Go get whatever was in that bag. And he goes, because our minds are reeling. I mean, like the homeschool kids next door gave him a bag. And we came back, she comes back downstairs. And it's like the third book in the Harry Potter series. I'm like, what is going on? She goes, well, their mom won't let them read them. So they borrow them from me, go behind the storage shed and read them during the day and then bring them back to her at night so that we should, they don't get busted for them. And I'm like, well played. Damn the man. And my wife's like, Michael, but you shouldn't be giving it to them if their parents say they shouldn't read them. That's it. I was like, on the other side, I'm like, it's pretty cool. I'm cool with it. You know? <laughs> it's either meth or Harry Potter. Take your pick, kids. <laughs> I know. Either one is a, is a road to ruin. You know, nothing good ever comes from a sentence behind the storage shed. I mean, nothing good comes from that. <laughs> it was so weird because it was like they had cell phones, but they hid them in their mattresses, like in the box springs. And they, and one, they, when they, remember when they went, the parents went out to go have their sick their 15th kid and they would just leave i know it's ridiculous like here's this the oldest child had a child and the youngest child was the uncle to a child that was four years older than it oh my god i mean just 
do the math on that. But they leave to go have the 15th kid, leave the kids home, and because there's enough of them, they can take care of themselves, apparently. There's a knock at the door. I open the door, and there's a girl wearing skinny jeans, Uggs, a midi shirt, these big sunglasses, and makeup, and the hair all done up. I'm like, can I help you? And she looks and goes, Mr. Teske, it's, it's, and she takes off her sunglasses. Like, oh my God, <laughs> what happened? It was like one of the daughters from next door. And she's like, oh, the, both parents are at the hospital having the mom's having the baby. So we just got all the stuff out and we're just all having fun. Are your girls home? And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, man, when you hit 18, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like the Amish when they hit 16 or whatever, Ramashad or Ramshring up. Rumspring up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. If you, if you ever come to Chicago, hang out at Union Station because the Amish always come there first for Rumspringa because they take the train in. Mm-hmm. And you get to see uh, uh, one at one lunchtime. I sat in the um, the diner there and I watched a couple Amish dudes get loaded on uh, margaritas <laughs> at the bar, which was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh... Uh... <laughs> uh, I just I'm trying to do the, the math on 15 kids. Like, how big is this house? There were there were um, beds in the basement. Okay. Now, now, okay, but see, they had fifth. Okay, it was like I said, they had fifteen kids, but when they were here, mm-hmm. three of the, three, four of them, were married off already. That's still they eleven to kids. Each other. <laughs> Yeah, but still. So, I mean, you had the girls in one room, so there were like three girls in one room. I never went in this house. I mean, I I avoided this house with all. You, you I avoided this house probably for the best. I, I I avoided this house more than it was when it was the previous owner, and the previous owner was a whistleblower for a New Jersey nuclear power plant that was under uh, uh, witness protection. <laughs> I will I will take pictures of that. He had like full size bank cameras. Joel has seen them. Then <laughs> my neighbor's bank cameras outside the, around their house. Yep, they're like a foot and a half long, completely like uh, bulletproof. And so so and it was probably good that you didn't go in the house because based on the history, you're either going to get someone pregnant or you'll get pregnant if you go into that house. Is what I'm guessing. I mean, if it, I honestly, I figure at one point or another, this okay. There's a big asterisk before I say this, so if you want to take this out, I'm going to give you a pause. <laughs> at one point or another, her uterus is just going to be like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin, or else it gets pregnant again. <laughs> oh my god! Were the were the kids named after Bible characters? <laughs> Lucifer. Um, <laughs> Lucifer, <laughs> Star, Damien, uh, Ryan's right. They usually have biblical names. People, the you homeschoolers know? with that many kids, are all usually biblical sounding names. Was one of the kids named Melanchi? Because that would that would not be good either. No, Malachi. No, there was no Malachi. Malachi. That's right. Uh, <laughs> no, not Melanchi. No, honestly, they were. There was. There was. <laughs> there was a Walter. I mean, I don't think there's. A, I'm. I've got to, okay, I, I know, okay, I'm going to say this, I know there's no Walter in the Bible. I have a degree in theology, so come on. I, <laughs> He's not joking. I'm not joking. That there's no Walter, here. I get it. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, let's get to uh, Twitter poll of the week here. Um, we may get a tenth, a fifth of this outline. Brian has a beautiful outline, but we don't care. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I, I, you know, I did work hard on it, but I figured this this week would probably uh, 
most of it would get discarded. So it's kind of like a Whatever wild card we don't week. get to this week, we can get to next right. week. Um, Twitter poll of the week. Who had the best draft day of Riverdale? So last week, gentlemen, we do a segment here every once in a while called draft day, where it's like a fancy football draft. And you re- recast a book, a TV show, a movie with anybody you want, fictional or, you know, uh, real, doesn't matter. And uh, last week, somebody asked us to redraft uh, Riverdale because it's Jeff's favorite uh, TV show. No, nope. that's a lie. Why? I mean, Jeff, sure. No. It's oh, Jason. What's it? It's Jason's favorite show. Uh, Jason's favorite TV show? You know why? Uh, it, it's because the lead, that man has abs of steel. Mm, those abs. Um, and I can say that he plays a 17 year old, but he's 45. So I think it's fine. <laughs> I think it's fine. That creates more questions than it answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we redrafted Riverdale and, um, let's see here. We had Jeff, Jim, Jason, intern Hackney and Blake, uh, Blake got 0% of the vote. He got nothing. <laughs> Well, what? when you were only allowed to put four answers, I four choices, saying if you want to vote for Blake, vote for him in the comics uh, comment section of our Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, in and no l- one commented for Blake. In fourth place, intern Hackney with seventeen percent of the vote. Seventeen. <laughs> uh, in third place, Jeff with twenty-two percent. This is fixed. Uh, and I didn't even vote. I didn't even like rally for myself on this one and winning 33% to 28% suck on this guys. I finally win a draft day after seven years. Jay, I went 33 to 28 uh, over Jim. I think it's fixed. So I, I don't think that's true. Uh, you know, let's just say I, I know how to draft, uh, dra- uh, Riverdale, Steve Buscemi, be ready. Carmen Electra. Get ready for your casting calls. Please tell I mean, me I Steve still... Buscemi was, out, was Archie. Uh, he was uh, Jughead. I put him as Jughead. <laughs> who, who was your Archie, though? Uh, who was my Archie? That was a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, that's Chase. right. Yeah. Uh, because he has amps. I had Carmen Electra as Veronica. Mm. Uh, not the young Carmen Electra, the regular Carmen Electra now. And then Chloe Moritz, uh, whatever her name is. Uh, Chloe yeah, whatever. Uh, she was a uh, Betty. So obviously my team was the best. Uh, kind of an see. age differential there. Don't you think? I feel like it was pretty <laughs> accurate compared to Riverdale now. <laughs> so. okay. okay. You're not well, wrong. Well, you know what I'd love to see them do. I want to see them do a, if to use the eighties word again, mini series of Riverdale of Archie versus the zombies or Archie versus predator. So, <laughs> So there has been talk for years, well, the last couple of years, that they are going to do the Archie zombie storyline, but they okay. just have after not. Life with Archie. Yeah, Afterlife with Archie. They just have not pulled the trigger on it. Um, so we'll see. Hey, Joel, do you have an Archie impression in you? Uh, no, I can't say that. I don't have enough abs for that. So oh. <laughs> I'm out. He only has two abs. I have. They're a- in a jar. <laughs> See, I think because my list had so many abs, people thought it was Jason's list, and that's why they voted for Jason, not me. Oh, you did have a lot have a lot of people with abs on yours. I had a lot of abs. I had Michael B. Jordan and Jaron Padalecki. I'll be honest, I'm a straight man, but man, Michael B. Jordan, woo wee, God, he is one sexy man. Um, I don't know, Jared Padalecki, man. I'm not saying I'm swapping teams for him, but. 
<laughs> the conversation's so up, isn't it? He's yeah. a handsome man. He is so a handsome man. What you're saying man. is Brian should have gotten more votes. Yes. <laughs> okay, he's up to 21%. Still lose. Anyways, uh, sorry. No, I, I still don't know how you beat me on that. I mean, I had Betty White. I mean, come on. Betty uh, White is Betty? Or Betty White is Archie? Course. Betty White is Betty. <laughs> you know and, that? And Natasha Fatal as Veronica. Oh. See, so you went animated. That was the problem. Nobody believed that. Yeah. Uh, just to let you know, we'll jump to the listener feedback. Besotted Geek had Jim winning draft day, uh, even though he hasn't heard half of his picks. And Professor Number One at Doctor Number One said Jeff clearly won draft day from last week. I give him a nine point four. Clearly. So I would say it's clearly. a three way tie. I'm still taking that as a victory. <laughs> I'll still take it. <laughs> Uh, we've, we've seriously, have done this draft day for like five years and I've never won, uh, in all my life. Um, well, congratulations. I, yeah. Yay. I hope your streak continues. It won't. It won't. <laughs> if you win two, that's called a streak. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian, do you want to do, uh, the other three listener feedbacks here? Uh, I can do those. Okay. Oh, let's God. see here. So we usually start off uh, our listener feedback with uh, this one guy. Number one fan? Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname? A-Pans, I believe. Yep, A-Pans. Seven. Dad. Yep. Uh, Doug here says, this Big needs D. to be discussed. The Rainbow Connection, as sung by Kermit the Frog in the Muppet movie, is now included in the Library of Congress National Recording Registry, Class of 2020. So um, I'm asking what needs to be discussed is why did it take so long? That's my first question also. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Why wasn't why wasn't this done in 1977 right after that movie came out? I would or have whenever. even given them two years to get it in without a problem. But yeah. Is there maybe a 10 year or 30 year waiting list? Do you think maybe that's it? Well, maybe that's it. But still. Uh, yeah, they, they have to wait like they have to wait a 20 to 30 year window to make sure enough people have an opportunity to be offended by something. <laughs> uh, so the highlights, I guess you could call it highlights of the class of 2020 for the National uh, Recording Registry. Uh, Naz Ilmic, Ilmac, Ilmatic, Ilmatic, Naz Ilmatic. So, so, so Naz got in. That's the same time as, as, as Rainbow Connection. Well, hold on. That's not that's that that's not too bad because Louis Armstrong's when the Saints go marching in got in. That only took a hundred years. Uh, Jackson Brown's late for the sky. Uh, Flacco uh, Jimenez, him, Jimenez Jimenez. Yep, Jimenez. Thank you, partners. Mike, he's just like you. <laughs> uh, Franklin Roosevelt's 1941 Christmas Eve radio address, address with Winston Churchill. That's a bop, man. You oh, can, let me tell you, you can make sweet, sweet. Did you just that. say that's a bop? I did. I got teenagers. Okay, that's, that's one more kick in the nut that you're getting the next time I see you. <laughs> Joel is woke. Um, let's see. Uh, Leon Tynes, Price, Price, Ida. God, I'm screwing this up. Uh, <laughs> yes, we're enjoying it. And Kermit the Frog's The Rainbow Connection. The first time a, a, a podcast... A 2008 episode from This American Life. Oh, screw you, American Life. You always get the oh, credit. God. <sighs> God. About if the... you're going to pick a podcast and it's not going to be us, then 
At least I don't know. Pick Kevin Smith talking about making uh, the Tusk movie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. The podcast when it he was... came up with the idea was a great podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that movie. I don't think Justin Long ever recovered from that. Um, so I'll just say it right now: screw you, American Life. This American Life. Screw you. It was about the mortgage crisis. Nobody wants to hear that. Come on. Uh, yeah, so let's let's relive that crap. <laughs> we are going to in about six months. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, Joel, would you like to uh, give us a little taste of the Rainbow Connection over there? You're doing you do really well. <laughs> the Rainbow Connection, lovers, dreamers, and me. I feel like Jim. Hens. All of them under the spell. It's hard to believe that it's magic. Have you been half asleep? And have you heard voices? Listen, I've heard them too. Sorry, we listened. My my daughter and I actually listened to that on the way home from uh, the volleyball game. Oh, nice. I, I have, uh, my, my children are raised correctly. They like the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to teach my kids correctly. Uh, I, I, I think the reason is I started them with uh, the Muppet movie, the new Muppet movie with uh, C- Jason Siegel. And oh, yeah. I think the whistling Muppet kind of tarnished them. That fucking puppet. Jeez, old people. Yeah. What's your talent? <laughs> I can whistle. Get the hell out of here. Go join this American life. Pointless. <laughs> but they like the stupid penguin Muppet. That's not even a Muppet. It's just an animated thing. Oh. Yeah. See, that's one of that's one of the lines in the sand for them dating boys. I'm like, if I find out that a boy that you're dating does not like the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> that's when bad dad comes out. It's when the <laughs> shotgun. I, I told my kids if they ever dated somebody that likes Superman, that's the downside. That's the downfall. You're not allowed to walk them back in the house. No. You know what? I'm with you on this, man. I am not a Superman fan. Brian looks like Clark Kent right now. Take your glasses off, Brian. I do. Real quick. Whoa, Superman! Superman! What? <laughs> where have you been? We've needed help. Oh, oh wait, where'd he go? Clark, <laughs> you just missed it. Superman was here. It was just amazing. You know, I used to say Mississippi had the worst education system, supported by facts. I think I think Metropolis <laughs> might. I think Metropolis might <laughs> have the worst education system. Uh, either that or everyone's blind. Everyone could be blind. You know what, though? I, I, I will say this. If you go back to the Christopher Reeve Superman, mm. and there is a scene where uh, Clark Kent is in Lois's apartment, and he take he's going to he's like ready to tell Lois that he's Superman and he takes off his glasses and the uh, this just uh, accounts for how great of an actor Christopher Reeve was. You watch that scene and he completely changes appearance in this. Mm. Like he takes off. I, I, you know, Lois. There's something I want to tell you. And then he takes off his glasses and he's, his shoulders become broader. His head goes back. And it's, it's really kind of unusual because you think, you know, just taking glasses on and off wouldn't be a thing. But I think it, it – I love the original Superman movie. In mm-hmm. fact, Josh – we had this conversation in the last show that Josh and I believe that that may be the best Superman movie ever made. The first one with Christopher Reeves. 
I don't doubt that one. I don't. I won't argue with you on that. I won't argue no. with you on that. I mean, I'm not a fan of Superman, the character, but Christopher Reeve is Superman. If you say, I said this, if you, you say Superman, I think of Christopher Reeve. He's the mm-hmm. first person that pops in my head. But in look up that scene on YouTube and just see how the change in demeanor, the how the change in stance, and the change in intonation of the voice from Clark Kent to Superman and how that can actually... In that one scene where I'm like, it's plausible. I could buy it that that guy was Superman and we would never know. And then watch, she's all that. Very same principle. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm making a goddamn point, Joel, and you're like a freaking needle to a balloon. (laughs) But she has glasses and a ponytail and paint on her overalls. She can't be attractive. No. Uh... You know what? And my issue isn't even with the char- the actors of Superman. I think, uh, in the movies, I should say, Christopher Reeve, I think, was fine. I think, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I think Brandon Routh was actually fine. I really like him. Um, Henry Cavill is not bad either. Uh, the problem is with the new one, Henry Cavill, like, he gets out and he puts on a suit. You're like, dude, that guy's built like a brick house, you know, shit brick house here. That, that guy doesn't look like he's fooling anyone. I think with Ralph, did you just say a shit brick house? Yes, I did. He, he did, it's and he shit. was hoping you wouldn't pick up on that either. Ow! You know what? I I, I committed to it. And I just kept going, so I was hoping. Uh, <laughs> uh, the title for the show: Thank Shit you. Brick House. No, that's not the title for the show. I can't put cuss words in the title. Um, but I mean, that was my issue. I never had any problem with the actors. It's just I'm. I think it's a very bland character. I tr- I mean, I even had a subscription. Uh, to the Superman comic books when he was coming back from the dead and everything. Um, and like even reading those, I'm like, okay, this is about the most interesting Superman's ever going to be. And he's still not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was the biggest issue with him. I was just like, eh, and I don't even need him to be dark. I don't need every character to be dark. I mean, but flash isn't a dark character, but he's enjoyable. Of course, everyone. Well, I'm, And you're with the flash. You're kind of tapping into the Spider-Man mechanic mm-hmm. the, the flash is a young kid mm-hmm. he's young he's got foibles he's not perfect he doesn't do everything right yeah. spider-man and spider-man and the flash especially the flash the way they're presenting him in the uh the dc extended universe he's more identifiable mm-hmm. you can say wow he's a superhero but he has the same problems that i do yeah like spider-man you know, yeah, he's a Superman, but he can't let anybody know it, and he still gets picked on in high school too. Yeah, that's why Spider-Man and the Flash are such great characters, um, as compared to like Superman. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're Superman, but I mean, you know, what what plot can you throw at God that he can't figure out? Well, it's also- I saw Smallville. He got picked on a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> that's yeah, my- a little <laughs> different. That's just because our they- ambush buck movie. <laughs> Well, I'm with you, Joel. <laughs> I think I mean, they don't... tied him to a tree like one of your neighbors in that show. Mm-hmm. He was a scarecrow, wasn't he? They made him a scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah. In like the pilot or something. And I think it goes back to kind of like in anything in boxing or UFC, heck, even wrestling. You're only as good as your competition, as your villains. And I don't think mm-hmm. any I think Flash and Spider-Man, Batman those have some really good rogues gallery, you know, characters. Superman, like you said, okay, you got Brainiac, yay, and Lex Luthor, and that's about it. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Lex uh, Mr. Mixelflick? 
<laughs> Sorry. Mixoplink. Bizarro Superman? No, no, no. Doomsday? Come on. I mean, and, and yeah, Lex Luthor, let's just, let's just put it this way. Lex Luthor is just Bruce Wayne in the other direction. Mm-hmm. I, I think it could be Bruce Wayne on any day, actually. Depends on him. It depends if Ben Affleck's <laughs> mad. <laughs> I'm pissed at the world today. Damn you, alias. So that would be an interesting twist. Find out that Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne are actually the same person. I'm sure it's been done in one of the DC comic books. You I'm know, sure. I swear to God, if that shows up on a comic book shelf at one point or another, I'm driving to where you live and kicking you in the nuts, too. <laughs> He's in Cincinnati. I'll tell you the day address offline. Uh, <laughs> oh, you live in Cincinnati? Forget it. That's enough, man. That's punishment enough. <laughs> oh, man. Glad Brian and this I don't live hometown. in Cincinnati. Woohoo. <laughs> Brian, what do we got for the next question? Well, technically, oh, I don't live in Cincinnati. I'm a mile outside the city limits. That's like Me too. That's like saying I've got herpes, but I don't have a lot of outbreaks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, turkeys can't fly. <laughs> God is my witness. They're just dropping. <laughs> They're hitting the ground like bags of wet cement. <laughs> I really hope they never remake that. Uh, they did do a new WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, that, but wasn't that like in the early 90s? Yeah, it was not good. It, late 80s, early 90s, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, it had some great people on it, like Tawny Catane. Billy Connolly. French Stewart. Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Connolly. Yeah. It was Billy Connolly on that. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Wow, I don't remember. Yeah, bitches. He played a high school teacher. No, no, no. <laughs> Different, show. Different show. Different <laughs> show. Uh, uh, maybe I think he was. Yeah, he was in it. Yeah, I'm going yeah, with he it. Was on. Yeah, who was he? You're uh, looking at the thing. What was his character? I don't know. How, keeps go- how many episodes? I don't know. The first 87 things about Billy Connolly is head of the class. I don't care about head of the class. <laughs> <laughs> it should be Boondock Saints head of the class. Nope. It's <laughs> it's everything head of the class. It should be Billy. Uh, he was in the original series. He was in the, uh, Billy. Jesus. God, uh, go ahead. Uh, what's your name, Brian? <laughs> All right. Next uh, listener feedback is from Sir Reggie Scumbottom at Dirtbag nine eight six four two four three zero. Love it. Uh, he says, "Hello, gents. Would you rather live in a blipped world or be blipped and come back five years later?" I would rather live in a world where people were blipped. I would be happy to see only half the human race. Oh, that big guy. Uh, what would you, Joel, what would you pick? Uh, I, I think I'd rather uh, probably be blipped and come back five years later. Uh, just, but I don't know, that has its drawbacks too, but at least you wouldn't have to deal with cleaning up after uh you know half the population disappeared and riots ensued and everything else went on you just come back and be like hey what i missed but, <laughs> but you come back and like all your stuff is now gone your house isn't there because it's either been torn down or someone else stole it or squatted in it i mean that'd be tough i feel like that, that's a fair point i feel like there would be a lot of um thro- uh, throuples. is that what they're called 
like Ruffles. Yeah, Ruffles. Ruffles. Yeah, uh, with marriages, three people being married. Because you know, if you're if you blipped away, I figure your significant other probably has moved on in five years. So that could be interesting. I feel like that would be the new norm in a, in the in the world. That that's what you take from that. Is <laughs> that's that a, that's a, a weird really road to happens, go down, dude. Ruffles <laughs> would become the new norm. Who doesn't want a good thropple? What would happen if the in half the half the universe got blipped out of existence? I could get a threesome. <laughs> it's not a threesome. It is a loving relationship between three people. It's not just about sex. Come on now. It's, it's all can, about you that. You can consummate until, that until in the, the brick shit house. <laughs> That that thropple couple on House Hunters taught me that. Okay, that's what they taught me. You watch House Hunters? Oh God, yeah, I have a DVR. Bride magazine. (laughs) One day I'm going to be the bride. Okay. This is this is like a weird game of Clue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brian, what are you picking? Uh, Um, I'll live in it. Live in it. Yeah. See what happens. Jeff, I don't know. That's not I think answer. it would be. I think it would be nice to like miss all the crap that happened because I'm sure like st- bad shit happened in the five years that people were gone, mm-hmm. and they're just starting to fix everything. But then again, coming back would bring problems. But honestly, I'd come back and I'd be five years younger than everybody who didn't disappear. So I wouldn't be as old as everybody anymore. True. Or older than everybody. They'd catch up in age to me. So that, that wouldn't be too bad. And you know, you could miss as like, long as my shit was still here. Well, I think the issue was that, well, you need a brick house for that. Um, so <laughs> if I feel like if you went away, it could be good though, Jeff, you could miss like the pandemic years. I mean, you never know. Yeah. If it happened last year, then and yeah, that's the thing. They never brought. They never did bring up COVID on uh, on the MCU. You could have brought. You could have missed the uh, podcast on the mortgage. The mortgage crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking this American life. God dang them. Screw them. I hate them more than I hate uh, cereal. Oh, this is cereal. This is monkey. What's the e- email monkey or what is that thing that they always do? Oh my god. Uh, that they always have an advertisement on cereal. I want to punch the freaking. I don't know. I didn't listen to cereal, so I don't know who. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know there was monkeys. <laughs> no, there was. It was an advertiser. Monkeys advertised. Monkeys did. Oh, Survey Monkey. Yeah, that's what it is. Fucking yeah. Oh, man, I, I bought a coffee pot because of Sur- Survey Monkey. Oh. Yeah. Now, was that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing, man. It was like okay. A, okay. I'm not endorsing Survey Monkey in any way. I'm just saying that right now. But I got the app on my phone, and you can do surveys, and they'll give you like, hey, here's 50 cents. Hey, here's a dollar. Hey, here's a quarter or whatever. And then sometimes it'll be like um, sharper image of like, hey, look at this Chinese-made piece of crap plastic thing that lets you stack plates in the microwave. How much would you pay for this? Nothing. Do you have any advice for us on making this item? Don't make it. You know? <laughs> Thank you very much for your opinion. Here's 35 cents. I'm not it, it the I, I it's my way of being since everybody's working from home, it's my way of getting paid to take a dump. Yeah. I just <laughs> surveys. Yeah. That was a coffee pot made of monkeys. It was a monkey coffee oh. pot. How did you know? That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Monkeys um, all the way. 
I, I feel like I would be okay, like, living in a world with half the people. I feel like I'm okay with that. You know? Do I get to cho- choose the people? No. Thanos yeah. does. Thanos it's it's random. Yeah. Even for Thanos, it was random. Uh, we, we had to go into the... Uh, we got... My wife and I got new cell phones this weekend. And, uh... Ugh, let me tell you. I, I, I would have been okay with half the people in the world after sitting in a cell phone place for an hour and a half. Jeez, old Pete. That Ooh. might be the worst thing ever. My God. Did we you make an appointment? We was did. It like T-Mobile? We did. No, we actually left T-Mobile. Bastards. Um, so... So you made an appointment and it was still that terrible? No, it, I will say it was the best uh, cell phone appointment or cell phone meeting we've ever had, and it still is the worst. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it was... Where is I, the bar on the best cell phone meeting you've ever had? All of mine are great because I do them over the internet. Well, we we went in and did it, and it, we, it wasn't a long wait at all, but like just getting the whole thing is just a pain in the end. And we even knew what we wanted our phones were like four years old and they were dying. So we went and got them and we had no contract. So I made it easier, but Oh my God, of course, you know, let me just say this. Why I would be okay with half the world population. We're sitting there and, uh, the customer next to us was talking to, uh, an African American salesman and she was older. Um, and she looked at him and goes, well, what's your name? And the salesman's like, uh, Philip. And she's like, oh, I thought it would be a more exotic name. I don't know how. Thank you. Good night. Yeah. My wife looked at me and she's like, oh, my God. And actually, it was my wife that heard it because we got in the car. She's like, did you hear what the fuck she said? And she, I was like, no. And she told me, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, this is what the hell is wrong with people? (laughs) It's not like, what the hell? So, yeah, this is why I'm okay with half the world. (laughs) So. No, yeah, if if I get to choose which half, then I would take that any day of the week. Yeah, this lady would be out. (laughs) This lady would be ash. (laughs) But I'm like, what the fuck do you, what goes through your mind thinking that's a good conversation to to talk to the salesman about? Like, She probably thought she was being nice. On, On one side, on one side, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. On the other side, I'm. Oh, this is gonna sound terrible. I'm almost kind of jealous to be at the point in your life where you're like, <laughs> "Screw you! I'm old. I can say whatever I want." But, and I've warned my wife. I'm like, I'm like, be careful, because like when I hit 60, 70 years old, you know, I don't exactly dress high class now. So like <laughs> later on, I'm gonna be wearing like a towel and an oatmeal can. Um, but. <laughs> It was, but I'm like, I can't wait for the point where I'm like, what are you going to do? I could die tomorrow. What do you, you know? I, but I, I, I don't even know how, like, that would be the last thing that I would think of. Like, what's your name? Philip? Really? That would be more exotic. Nope, nope, not, nope, not, never really thought that would come across. Uh, but you know, and you never know, like Timothy could be exotic to her too. That's true. <laughs> Maybe that's it. It's a very polite way to be racist, though. Yeah. <laughs> you look more like an Edson. <laughs> well, well, my wife goes, she was an older lady, maybe like 60, 60, yeah, probably about 60 years old. And my wife's like, I really wish the salesman would go, oh, what's your name? Oh, Tiffany. Really? I thought it would be an old name like Ethel. Like, <laughs> that's what I, we wanted the person to come back at. <laughs> yeah. Jason? Yeah. 
she was an old woman, like 60, is making me feel like, I'm like, I know, not right? so old anymore. What the hell? <laughs> I'm, I'm mean, like, I'm looking at 60 like it's around the corner. Yeah. It's like people who are 60 should know better. Yeah. <laughs> 60 is I'm, not the know better. I'm, I think at this point in our lives, like 85, 90 is the what the hell age. <laughs> Uh, it's coming. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Brian, finish this listener feedback up an hour and 20 minutes <laughs> into it. <laughs> All right. Uh, last but not least, from Nikki at Pink Oliphant. From New Zealand. Are you guys excited about the new TV show, Heels? Brian, do you know what Heels is? I do know what Heels is. It's an upcoming American drama television series set to premiere on Stars. Yes, yeah, right. That that right there is why I'm not excited about it. Because it's on stars. It's on stars. <gasps> I'm not paying. Oh my god! Dollar. I'm a hundred percent in on this. Two brothers, <laughs> two brothers and rivals. One a villain or a heel in the wrestling ring. The other a hero or face. Play out in scripted matches as they war over their late father's wrestling promotion, vying for national attention in small town Georgia. We're forty eighth in the education system. Um, let's see. Someone's going to make Illinois look good. <laughs> Don't worry. Mississippi, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Georgia do that. You're fine. Oh, yeah, not, hey, not, not, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you right now, Mississippi actually has a better credit rating than Illinois right now. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so Starling Stephen Amell, uh, Alexander Ludwig as Ace Spade and Jack Spade and Chris Bauer. From yeah, Joel Murray's in it. 24. Don't forget Joel Murray. Is he? Joel yep. Murray's yeah. in it? Oh, yep. well. Joel Murray. Huh. Mm. He's the good Murray brother. It's directed by Peter Seagal. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, because you might get the good Peter Seagal or Hancock Seagal. I'm a little worried. I don't know why he's the good Murray brother. God. <laughs> <laughs> I like have you seen? Have you seen Dharma and Greg? Have you seen... Uh, uh, God bless one? America. <laughs> that movie is amazing. Bobcat Goldthwait. God, okay. God bless America was pretty amazing. Uh, uh, shit. What the hell was the name of that John Cusack movie? John Cusack. One, and one crazy War. summer. One crazy summer. I yes. Yep. Oh my God. Is he actually a Murray brother? Yeah. Oh Brian, God. Bill and, and Joel. And, and there's a John. Who was in the movie moving violations. If you've seen that one. Yes. I've seen that. Remember where he had the license? The, his driver's license had um, Indiana Jones on it. <laughs> Why do I remember that? My life is so sad. It was a great movie. You can't find it anywhere. But I, in the, I suppose that was late 80s, early 90s. I was really young when that came out. Moving violation. I remember I, laughing I at it. that. Yeah. I remember seeing it laughing. Brian. It had... Uh, one of the Tilly sisters playing a rocket scientist. Jennifer? I can't remember if it was Roberta? Jennifer or Meg. I think it was Roberta. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, are you excited about this? About heels? Not moving. I am excited and looking forward to it uh, coming out. Okay. Uh, but I'm also, I, I want it to come out so that people will stop confusing this with uh, the short movie that my good friend and current AEW uh, star, uh, Ryan Nimeth, uh, wrote and, and acted in. He gets 
so many people get confused. His is called Heal the Movie, and people nonstop tweet and text him about thinking that this TV show is his. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to see both of them. I want them to both come out, but I want for for his sake, I want I want it to be over for him. <laughs> So I, that he can actually get out and promote his movie and uh, you know, not have to be. He might have to change the title of his movie. Did, did Ryan, Ryan Nemeth? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it. It looks like a real family feel-good movie. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> not at all. No. You know, you uh, might, when you talk to Ryan. Is Nick in the movie too? Uh, he, yes, he is. Is yes, As it's a bartender. so it's a short story. It's a short film. It's only maybe 20, 30 minutes long. But uh, him and Nick are both in it. Yeah, you know what would help huh. them is if uh, Ryan actually came on the show to help promote it. I'm just saying. Uh, R- Ryan thinks podcasts are stupid. Okay, so Nick should oh, but he was on. <laughs> Nick should come on the show. Uh, Nick Nemeth, you should ask him to come on the show. I'm not uh, saying I will I'm do that swap. only. I'll do that only if you learn how to pronounce his name correctly. Nick Nemeth. There we go. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm going to switch teams for Nick Nemeth, but damn, that guy's got abs. (laughs) Yeah, he does. And he can jump. His name is pronounced Dolph Ziggler. Correct. The guy that should be a multi-time world champion. Assholes. Dolph Ziggler. But, you know. So. See, now this is going to be awesome because I'm for, okay for some weird reason or another. My my older daughter has some has gotten into wrestling, mm-hmm. and like I'm I'm coming home from work. Well, coming home from work, I walk upstairs from work, <laughs> <laughs> and she's in the living room watching WWE WWF like uh, retrospectives on the Undertaker's you know mm-hmm. whole career type of thing, and I'm like, no, that's Sophie. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Joel. That's Katie. Like, she's like totally into wrestling now. Such and a I don't. Thing. I don't under. I mean, not saying that I'm against it, but I'm just kind of like, huh. So, uh, so I'm only one step away from Dolph Ziggler now. Mm. <laughs> you know what you say to that? Mm, abs. You know, uh, Joel. Mike, uh, next time Blake is on your show. I think you should have him on the show just to talk wrestling because he's a huge wrestling fan. Huge. Oh, him and Pat would go on oh, for hours. Yeah. And... Actually, Blake hates it. <laughs> he despises it. He mocks me every time. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. That was a uh, news of the or that was listener feedback. Uh, Jeff, give me a quick news of the geek uh, update or song, whatever it is. It's time for another installment of news of the geek. There you go. Good job. Best color man in the business. Uh, let's see here. This is casting. Di- <laughs> God, oh, I need one of those. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> well, Jeff, while you're not, uh, since you're not busy making new shirts, uh, why don't you <laughs> look into get a Zoom pod track P4? Maybe if we keep saying their name, they'll just give us one. Uh, oh, good point. Uh, Zoom pod track P4, Zoom pod track P4, Zoom pod track P4. <laughs> If you say it three times in the mirror, it appears. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> it appears. Uh, per comicbookmovie.com, Dame Helen Mirren from Red 2 and Fast and Furious 9. God, that hurts me that she's in that movie. Uh, has joined the cast of Shazam, Fury of the Gods as the villain. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mirren- Let us know who the villain is ahead of time. I hate when they do that. Uh, according to Hollywood Reporter, she's playing Hespera, the daughter of Atlas and sister of Rachel Zegler- Zegler's mysterious character. Uh, Atlas is a mega powerful, ooh, a mega powerful Titans of Myth, one of the six god- gods who imbues Shazam with his abilities. Uh, let's see. In Greek mythology, Hespera is the spirit of immortal- immortality. One of the, I don't even know, he tends the guard, golden apples of immortality. Damn it. I'm not even going to try. How drunk are you, Brian? <laughs> Brian's drunk. Every time I've been. Brian takes him. a drink every time Jason mispronounces a word, so. Ooh, we should do that on our show, Joel. No, I get you guys we'll drunk never before finish. we got to the twee. We'll <laughs> never finish. Uh, let's, oh, Mirren's got it. Uh, per deadline. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson superhero movie Black Adam has cast Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, a.k.a. Kent Nelson. That is awesome. I love Dr. Fate. Um, I'm sorry, I had a refill. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was going to say that about Dr. Fate? What? Oh, I was going to say, I I, I think that's a great casting. I think Mm -hmm. Pierce Brosnan is amazingly underutilized. And after seeing him in... um, uh, Mamma Mia? No. <laughs> Mamma Mia 2. James Bond. <laughs> no. Isn't he in Suicide Squad? Not Suicide Squad. Uh, Doom Patrol? Is he? That's Brandon Fraser. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Timothy Dalton that's in Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that, there you Dalton. go. Yeah, wrong Bond. A different James wrong, Bond. Wrong, wrong Bond that only had two movies. Joel, Joel, you didn't introduce Timothy Dalton right. The best Bond. The best Bond of the hey, 80s. Bro- Brosnan had four. Really? Uh, Some of the worst, but he had four. But they had an invisible but, car. Uh, yeah, that was but he was worst. Remington Steel. Exactly. <laughs> right. And Thomas Crank. Uh, Bronson joins uh, Brosnan. Uh, joins Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. Hawkman. <laughs> Am I drunk? Hawkman. Or did you Hawkman. just say Hawkman? Hawkman. 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 I think I'm having Hawkman. a stroke. Uh, no, Centineo as Adam Smasher and Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone. Hey, I think I got that one right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Fuck it. Moving on. Netflix has secured the rights to Brazarker, the Boom Studios published comic book created by Keanu Reeves. He will produce and star in the screen adaptation, which will start with the story getting the feature treatment followed by an anime anime spinoff. Anime. That was an original <laughs> idea by Reeves. It's co-written by the John Wick star and New York Times bestselling writer Matt Kent. Uh, illustrated by Marvel artist Ron Garney with colors by Bill Crabtree. Okay, a lot of other people. Uh, the first issue of the 12-issue limited series launched on March 3rd and has already sold over 615,000 copies. Uh, it's about an immortal warrior's 80,000-year fight through the ages. The man known only as B is half-mortal and half-god, cursed and compelled to violence, aren't we all? Even at the sacrifice of his sanity. After wandering the earth for centuries, B may finally have found a refuge, working for the U.S. government to fight the battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, Bill, B will be granted the one thing he desires, the truth about his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. So there you go. Uh, I think uh, Paper Street uh, comic book store in Cincinnati, uh, they have an autographed copy. Is that correct? Uh, they do, yes. 
was a thousand dollars or something. What was it? Uh, it is uh, twenty one hundred. Oh, Ooh. it's a it's a stimmy and a half, as uh, Jimmy told me. Ah, well, Brian, you're married. You could get a st- you could do this. You know, when you when your 2019 tax return comes back, you could buy this. Yeah, any day now. <laughs> Have you gotten that back oh. yet? 2019. No. <laughs> Every week I'm hoping that you get this money back. <laughs> I feel like the government is really quick the about The government owes stuff. me quite a bit of money. <laughs> the government owes all of us quite a bit of money, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, hey. so so I messaged my daughter and just said Dolph Ziggler to her, and her reply was, oh, cool, I like him. He chained a guy to one of the ring posts and dumped dog food on him. <laughs> he did. <laughs> As you will. As you will. Yep. <laughs> Uh, That's awesome. so, hey, hey, Joel, uh, can you give me an impression of Dolph Ziggler? Uh, I apologize, but I don't know who Dolph Ziggler is. So <laughs> Look at this dog food. Out. I'm going to dump it on you. There, there you go. That's uncanny. <laughs> uncanny. Joel. Now you know why I'll never be able to get him on the show. <laughs> what about our show? Some people I'll, just... I'll, I'll float it up the uh, up the chain of command. See if I can get them on you your show because I know they're definitely send him not doing a our wrestling show. episode. And say, hey, yeah, these guys want to talk to you. Hey, listen Tell up, what, brother! Don't you be to. stealing our future non-guest. Don't you be doing it. Oh yeah! <laughs> I went from Hulk Hogan to Macho Man. Don't uh, don't you be stepping on people that'll never talk to us too. <laughs> oh yeah! You, Snap you, into the Slim Jim. You started as Hogan. I thought I did. <laughs> Started as Hogan and wound up as Ra- Macho Man. <laughs> Joel, can you sing us Rainbow Connection again? <laughs> that might be good. <laughs> Mike knows more of the words. <laughs> I think Joel. I've already forgotten them. I'm four beers in. Hey, Jason. Oh, Look at those abs. Yeah. Oh. Mm, I that... cook my breakfast on those abs. Why do you just have that picture right by your computer? <laughs> uh, it's actually, uh, it sits on our mantle in the living room. So he. So Ryan will uh, periodically, about once a year, once when he does new photo shoots or whatever, he'll just mail me uh, like two or three autographed copies of them. I hope he mails them in envelopes that have like the window in them. <laughs> so the mailman's like, "What the hell, Brian? Can you? This bring guy likes this? movies about gladiators. <laughs> you ever see a grown man naked?" Uh, uh, Brian, Every can you bring day. one of those as a prize to the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 17th through the 19th? I sure can. Please do. Where is this Comic Expo? I have to get to this. It's in Cincinnati. Um, we, oh. Well, it's, it's a great expo. We it would is. love for you to come here, but Blake pointed something out to us last week. It's the same days as Gen Con this year. Oh, that's all right. We're not doing Gen Con this year. Oh, then come down to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Uh, we're, we're running the, the stage, one of the stages and really, yeah. So, um, we did it. We had a panel two years ago, uh, and then last year it didn't happen obviously because of COVID, but, uh, yeah, we're running the, uh, one stage and, uh, we're playing trivia, uh, introducing people and, uh, it's, it's a blast. Uh, we Ooh. had a really good turnout for the trivia, uh, two years ago, didn't we, Jeff? We did. I was, I was shocked, um, that one people knew us. And two, they showed up to see us. I mean, not, not only did well, they show- I don't know if they knew us, but they showed up because it was something going on. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we'll take it. 
we will take it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, come on down. September, yeah. September 17th through 19th. Uh, Hobie will be there all weekend. Possibly Pierce Brosnan, possibly Clive Bowen, possibly Army Hammer. Um, I don't know, but we'll see. But Mike, um, it requires going to Ohio, so. Well, if you do well, come, just don't sit by Army Hammer at lunchtime. I'm just telling you that. That's a warning. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I, I may be able to uh, dig up a, uh, a Dolph Ziggler autograph photo, too. Mm. I have to check my, uh, my stock. Ah, I got a Vampiro button yeah. that I'm going to be uh, giving away. Is Look he? That. That. What is that? Vampiro, the re- uh, wrestler. Uh, oh. The, yeah, we interviewed him on our show. Uh, you did? Yeah, about uh, five months ago or so. Uh, was that long ago? I, I don't think so. it was that long ago. I'll be honest, 2020 feels like six years ago, so I don't know when it was. Um, there's, we we get like people say, hey, you guys should do a show on this. You know, you guys should do a show on this. And so often we're like, oh, we've already done a show on this. Haven't we? Yeah. Did we? <laughs> that's why I appreciate you guys giving us a top five. <laughs> because I didn't. <laughs> we're like, yeah, that sounds good. We don't care. <laughs> Let's uh, run with that. Uh, All right. Before we get any farther here, yeah. Jason. Yeah. I got to tell you, I have been scrolling up and down this IMDb page, and I don't see Billy Connolly anywhere listed. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> I knew it would bug you, so I'm just kind of going. <laughs> oh, I mean, I forgot Michael T. Williamson was in it, but no Billy Connolly. Nope, no Billy Connolly. He was still in Britain at the time. Uh, Jeff, let's get some box office news and world reports. Oh, yay. All right. This week in the box office news, number one, uh, nobody made $6.7 million in its opening weekend on a $16 million budget. That is a low budget for a movie these days. It is. I guess Bob Odenkirk doesn't cost a lot of money, huh? I guess Bob Odenkirk doesn't exactly pull a lot of people either. (laughs) Well, he got $6.7 million. In the in 2021, right oh. now that that's a record. Okay, yeah, okay, I, I missed that. That's opening weekend. I thought oh, a lot of a lot of the movies that we we talk about are very finished. Their run, so my mind is kind of set in that sort of thought. So, uh, sorry. You know, more people could go see it if you get you wear a fucking mask. Sorry, sorry. Just saying, wear a mask. Wear a mask, or get the vaccine shot and be a mutant like I am. I'm already one deep. In the shots? Hey, yep. so am I. Jeff, you are too. Ditto. Brian is too. Got one more coming. Let's do it. I, I got about four more scheduled. <laughs> you just start taking the people's slots. Oh, well, uh, I, shot I or fig- shots? <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'll get every different vaccine they have available just to in case. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I've just started licking random strangers. <laughs> Well, that's You've been why I've been doing that for years. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this, bring it on, COVID. I've been looking strangers for the last 38 years. I'll be honest. That's this the reason I, I, got the, I got the vaccine just so I could lick strangers and be okay. That's why I did it. I love it. Okay. I know that's not true. No, that's not. It's not. My suggestion start with the back of the neck. They never expect that. <laughs> it's true. 
anyway, number two this week at the box office, Raya and the Last Dragon made three point five million, bringing its total to twenty eight point five million on its one hundred and forty million dollar budget. It did make its money back worldwide. It didn't, and that doesn't uh, that also doesn't include the Disney uh, Plus uh, yeah, money. Yep, great film. Go see it. Uh, number three, Jason's favorite, Tom and Jerry, made another two and a half million, a total of thirty-seven million on a seventy-nine million dollar budget. Shitty film. Don't go see it. I have How? no desire to see that film. How in the world? Okay, first off, HBO Go, stop shoving Tom and Jerry in my face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second of all. Who in their right mind said, all right, you know what we need here? It's 2021. Somebody <laughs> wants a, a cartoon from the 1970s and 60s. Uh, you know, one I of just our, assume they talk like that. <laughs> one of our listeners did say that they think every actor and actress in it literally had one committed film left on their contracts with the studio. And they're like, you're fucking in Tom and Jerry and we'll let you go uh, out of this contract. And that's basically you got three lines. Down. Say them in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else, Jeff? Uh, number four, the disappointing Chaos Walking made one point two million, a total of eleven point five million on a one hundred million dollar budget. Oof. Oof. Not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I wish for more. And coming in, rounding out the top five, the Courier made one million, a total of three point five million on an unknown budget. This this was a record week, record breaking. The first time since November, the Croods 2 was not in the top five. It was number six. Oh. <laughs> Just missed. Just missed. Oh. Yeah. Eight, however Croods many weeks two. that is. Kiss the top five <laughs> goodbye. Yep. What do we got upcoming, Jeff? Upcoming, we have The Boonies. Connor and That's Mer- a movie where campers find themselves in a fight for survival against a clan of cannibals in the Appalachian woods. As you do. Starring Daniel Johnson, James Quinn, and Brian Balog. See what I did there, Jason? I actually looked up the the movie so you wouldn't give us a crappy-ass fake synopsis. I actually had a real one for... Go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Brian Balog? I thought that said Balrog. Yeah, you <laughs> shall not pass. That's what I was saying. That's what I thought. I almost said it too, but I'm like, I can't mispronounce it, or Jason will, like, ah, oh, see, everybody does it. That, that's my impersonation of Jason. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, also, we have Godzilla versus Kong. Let them fight. I cannot wait for this movie. God, I cannot wait. Bring it. I it is tickets for Sunday. I'm watching it on HBO Max tomorrow. Had to go to the theaters. It is the, well, I, I agree. Uh, movie like that, you have to see in the theater. Or you have to listen to it on vinyl. Otherwise, it's not the whole experience. No, I hate listening to things on vinyl. It's, you get too much scratchiness and, and static on vinyl. Yeah, I know. Just... Joel, <laughs> Joel, I'll meet you at the theaters. I'll meet I you I just there. like Mark and Joel. All right. Uh, Joel, you can come over and listen to vinyl at my place anytime you want. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not records. It's literally just him rubbing two pieces of vinyl together. <laughs> oh. It's well, like, look- hey, Joel, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> While looking at abs of a wrestler. <laughs> well, anyway, 
uh, Godzilla versus Kong is the next epic chapter in the cinematic monster verse that pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another. The fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. Again. It stars Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, and Rebecca Hall. And Godzilla and King Kong. Okay. And Ron Livingston. Well, that wasn't in the top three well, things sorry, listed on IMDb. So. What else we got? <laughs> uh, we've got the movie Jason should be looking forward to. Mm-hmm. The Girl Who Believes in Miracles. Coming up, age of story of a woman who grows up watching college coach uh, Herb Brooks uh, helm the 1980 U.S. men's Olympic uh, hockey team. He brings a unique and brash style to the ice. Can they actually beat the famous Russian team? Okay, fuck you. Uh, No, no, the plot is, unlike most people, young Sarah Hopkins is willing to take God at his word. So when she hears a preacher say faith can move mountains, she starts praying. What begins with a mysteriously healed bird leads to people suddenly cured of their misery and misfortune all over town. But the overwhelming crush of notoriety and press attention soon take its toll on Sarah. Will her family be able to save their miracle girl before it's too late? Starring Jason's favorite actor, uh, uh, Kevin Sorbo. Oh, oh this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I am a Christian. I'm a devout Christian. Mm-hmm. This movie is shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Kevin Sorbo. Okay. I'll, I'll give, I'll give it for Kevin. I'll give it one point for Kevin Sorbo because of Hercules, <laughs> but <laughs> screw this Joel Olstein bullshit. <laughs> Absorbed. <laughs> absorb Joel Olstein. Oh, I don't know. Joel Olstein absorbs everybody who dies when we talk about him on our show. <laughs> ah, oh no! I'm Joel Olstein. I'm a car salesman, but send me some money. I'm okay. God. So I, I don't know if you guys ever uh, go to the website called the Babylon Bee. Yes, I. It's hilarious. They had they had one that was like, "What does your pastor's hairstyle say about you or say about <laughs> your church?" And it had one of the hairstyles was the Olstein. It said, "If you go to this church, you may be going to a heretical church. You may want to rethink where you go every Sunday." <laughs> I don't understand. Not a fan of Olstein whatsoever. I don't understand how people give him money. I don't get it. I Any of them. PayPal, you, Venmo, <laughs> checks, <laughs> yeah, checks. PayPal, checks, Bitcoin. Ma- envelopes full of cash, Bitcoin. children, pennies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's here's the thing. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to get into a weird, a weird area for me. He, he, what he preaches is is really aggravates me because he's like. God wants you to succeed and he wants you to have everything you've ever desired. And if you don't have it, you're just not praying hard enough. And it pisses me off because I'm like, you know what? I don't have everything I desired. And it's not that I'm not praying hard enough. It's just life sucks and shit happens. And you wind up with a lot of people that think 
the reason they're not getting what they want is because they're not being good enough to God. And it's a self-cyclical beating themselves down. Why didn't you get the car that you wanted? Because you're not praying hard enough. Oh, I'll put, I'll send more money to Joel. He'll pray for me too. And for yeah, jo- I'm, I'm sorry. Joel knows where I go. <laughs> okay. So let me, let, let's put it this way. I used to go face to face with the street preachers when Gen Con was in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> and Hello. I let I'm Lutheran and I channel Luther real good. <laughs> give me a <laughs> give me a stein of beer and I cut the little thing on my make myself the little monk cut too. So but anyway, I'm sorry, I digress. I really friggin' hate Joel Alstein. Do you think if I pray hard enough they'll make Beverly Hills Cop four? Do you think? I think if you pray hard enough, they won't make Beverly Hills Cop Four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a foregone conclusion. It's happening. I, I, I get. I mean, the, Joel Olstein is just something that, like, he uh, the the success of him makes me angry. I, I don't discount. There's it. so many of those guys too. Like the ne- like that network of television preachers. Mm-hmm. It's mind boggling how much and, money. And it, and, and all it does is send people into despair. Yes. But the, and, you know, it's like, I, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, the one guy blew away COVID. He blew away COVID, remember? Oh, Pastor Kenneth. Yeah, Kenneth. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gee. He blocked me on Twitter, so. <laughs> <laughs> he did. That's great. That's a badge of honor, sir. That yeah. is a badge of honor. Oh, I wear it very proudly. <laughs> I got I got uh, I got blocked on Twitter by uh, Bernie Sanders, so that tells you something. <laughs> wow, uh, Jeff, what else we got? Uh, we have every breath you take. Ooh. A psychiatrist whose client commits suicide finds his family life disrupted after introducing her surviving brother to his wife and daughter. It's a pretty bad psychiatrist, then. Uh, stars Michelle Monaghan, Sam Claflin, and Casey Affleck. Yeah, Affleck. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Affleck. But it's but it's got Michelle Monaghan. No, what else, Jeff? Wrap this sucker up here. What else? We yeah, got? this and for... Sam Claflin. Oh, oh yeah. What else? We have the unholy. Mm. Uh, that is a hearing impaired girl is visited by the Virgin Mary and can suddenly hear, speak, and heal the sick. As people flock to witness her miracles, terrifying events unfold. Are they the work of the Virgin Mary or something more sinister? See, this is actually the girl who believes in miracles. They just changed the title. (laughs) It's actually the same exact movie. The same movie. The same thing. (laughs) With a way better cast. Yes. Uh, This stars Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Cricket Brown, and William Sadler. Carrie Elvis, uh, always, isn't it? Joel Osteen. <laughs> uh, what else we got, Jeff? And rounding out our list of things coming out, we have Blood Brothers. Two brothers' relationship strains when the younger one receives news of a strange inheritance complicating their competition for a mysterious young woman who arrives on their island. The entire family reaches a breaking point brought about by startling revelations about their mother's fidelity, love, friendship, and betrayal. Bum, oh, bum, I'm bum, so bum. in on this movie. It's got Gordon Clapp in it. <laughs> From uh, NYPD, NYPD Blue? Blue? 
Oh, um, I thought that was an STD. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christopher James I, Baker, Jacqueline Bassett, and Gordon Clapp. Jacqueline Bassett. I didn't realize she was still alive. Neither did she. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, thank you, Jeff. You did a great job with that. Wonderful job. Uh, oh, I thank you. Top five this week. Top five favorite Bruce Campbell uh, roles. Uh, this is brought to you by the guys from 40 Go On 14. So we appreciate that. Joel, uh, we'll, do, we'll do them in order. We'll do uh, number five, and then we'll go to the next person and all that stuff. And if somebody else has your pick, just let us know, and we can, you know, kill them. Um, we can take it off the board. Take it, Put it on the board. <laughs> Uh, so, Joel, what is your number five pick for favorite Bruce Campbell Campbell roles? Now, see, I got a little nuts with this, and I took it out to about 12. But uh, You hold me to it. Okay. So, number five, I have uh, Army, Darkness, Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Uh, Evil Dead 3. Ah. That's the one with the chainsaw, right, for the arm? That's, well, you got that's it. all of them. So, wait, are, are, are you saying Ash, like Ash is your number five? Well, we're talking about the movies, right? His, well, ba- can, his best roles. I, I was doing characters. You could do characters. You can do roles. I'll be honest. Blake half the time doesn't even do the correct top five. So don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Joel, you do I, you, buddy. You do you. <laughs> I do, frequently. <laughs> a lot of chafing. Use uh, some of that vinyl next time. I told you, man. <laughs> Lanolin, you don't need any of that LO crap. Yeah, I went with actual movies. That oh, okay. Preferably yeah. starring roles versus ones where he was, you know, like the, any of the Sam Raimi movies, like the Spider-Man where he pops up. Yeah, yeah. I, I skipped those. <laughs> Brian. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Brian. Poor Brian. Mike, what's your number five? Number five, I have him as Autoclus from uh, the uh, Tales of Hercules and Xena shows. Ah. That was number four on my list. Put it on the board. Huh? Look at that. Uh, number five for you, well, Brian. Ma- mainly for Xena, not necessarily Hercules, because Xena was much better. Lots of Kevin Sorbo talk today. Lots oh, of Kevin okay. Sorbo talk. Uh, Brian, number five. Uh, number five for me, I have uh, Ring Announcer from Spider-Man. Oh, nice. Good. I like that one. Uh, Jeff, number five. Uh, my number five was Briscoe County Jr., from the adventures will, of Briscoe County Jr. I will fight you. Okay. <laughs> is that is that on your list? That is on my list. What number? <laughs> Two. Oh, put it on the board. Look at that. I am a huge, Joel knows, I am a huge Briscoe County Jr. fan. Yeah, it's something we share. I'm shocked that Fox canceled something good. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. My number five. Uh, I went a different route. Um, I didn't realize that, you know, I was like, eh, I haven't seen a lot of uh, Bruce Campbell films uh, or roles, or at least I didn't think so. So I just did my favorite Bruce's. Uh, just Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> that, thanks, Jason. Thank us for that. <laughs> uh, number five, uh, Bruce Valanche, because it reminds me of Jeff. <laughs> oh, my like, God. <laughs> I sound just like Jeff. You're telling me that. <laughs> what are you doing, Harvey Feierstein, for? <laughs> Come on. That's not Bruce Valanche. You're welcome, Jeff. Uh, so that's Bruce Valanche. 
Uh, that's actually, I could have Hobie do it with Bruce Bruce because I always call Jeff Bruce Bruce, even though it's a different comedian. <laughs> but, you know, same yeah. thing. Completely nothing <laughs> and similar other than the name Bruce. Uh, my number four is because I'm a huge Arizona Cardinals fan. Bruce Arians, the ex-coach. Really like him. Uh, glad he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl. He's a nice guy. Deserves it. So uh, that's my number four. Uh, that's Jeff. football. Brian wants to reach through the the internet and beat the shit out of you. Uh, (laughs) See, Brian, you just have to make up your own top five. If you don't like it, given Uh, number four for you, Jeff. Oh, that that was uh, uh, what's his name from Xena, Adelikus. Gotcha. So don't worry about you. Number four for you, Brian. Uh, Number four for me is the snooty usher from Spider Man Two. Oh, that was my number three. Jeff's not even going to have a list. <laughs> uh, number four for you, Mike. Surgeon General from Escape from L.A. Oh, uh, God. That was my number two. <laughs> number two? Yeah. You call yourself a Bruce fan? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> see? Now I got, hang on. Now I have to buy a book because I have to write how many people I'm getting kicking the nuts when I see them. <laughs> see, I've literally seen Burn Notice. Oh, I could have put that on my list. Damn it. <laughs> I haven't. So that's one thing I couldn't put that's on my list. Pretty, and the Spider-Man movies. Like, I, I'm just, I've never really seen him in anything. Aww. See, you should have done favorite Bruce's. It works. I I keep telling my wife, I'm like, eventually I'm going to achieve Bruceness, and you're going to be married to Bruce Campbell. So just get ready for it. It's coming. Oh, it's, it's coming. You, Joel, attest to me on this one that I am eventually going to become Bruce Campbell. I can... Yeah, I can that's my goal that. in life. <laughs> my 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 biggest disappointment was uh, years ago. I was in uh, on a business trip, and I don't even know. I think it was in Cleveland, and there was a, co- a comic book convention, and I went to it, and they had Bruce Campbell there, uh, autographs like for like forty bucks. Nothing. It was before he really like became a pop culture phenom. And uh, how long ago was this? He was a pop culture phenom in the probably 90s. Probably 17 years ago, 16. And I didn't get his autograph, and I should have. I was, that was my downfall. He's still alive. I, <laughs> it's not like it's Stan Lee or anything. Well, everybody oh, that I get an autograph soon. from, they usually die. Adam West, you know, so one. Uh, anyways, Joel, what's your number four? Well, since I, I went the Jason route and, and messed up the list, uh, my number four for best... <laughs> Bruce Campbell performances is uh, Ash versus Evil Dead, the series. Oh, see? You know what, Joel? This is why we're kindred spirits. I like this. I think so. Uh, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., which when I went away to college, my mom was kind enough to tape the rest of the series for me oh. uh, since I didn't have, you know, really access to watch it when I was at school. Nice. I- I completely understand that. I was not really able to watch it all that much when it was on because, yeah, I went to school in a place where we had no television reception. He was Amish. Uh, Number three for you, uh, Mike? Number three for me is Ash from uh, Evil Dead and all the other Evil Dead movies. See, now you're just copying Joel. That's not cool. Come on. <laughs> I will never. You, that's fighting words. There's another nut kick. Put it on the I got to get a big 
Gonna get a bigger <laughs> book. <laughs> no, Ash. Ash is my number three. Okay. Uh, number three for you, uh, Brian. Uh, number three for me is the Major D from Spider-Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. You know, three hundred and eighty episodes in, I think her top five has jumped the shark. <laughs> it's officially, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or just getting good. Um, Jeff, number three for you. Which one was that? Uh, my number three was Snooty Usher from Spider-Man Two. You're awful, Jeff. Uh, my number three favorite Bruce is Bruce Campbell. I really liked him in Burn Notice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, in a Bruce Campbell list, he doesn't even make number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two is um, uh, Bruce Dern, uh, mostly because I loved his role in The Burbs with Tom Hanks. Uh, so... Red Rover, Red Rover, Ed and his right. dead mother. Out of out of all the things that Bruce Stern did, that's the one you you said I is the reason the he's your number two favorite. Yeah. Easy Rider, forget it. Nope, <laughs> the Burbs, Burbs. Uh, he's in season three of Mister Mercedes. The Burbs, yeah, Burbs, Burbs. <laughs> what a meatball. Uh, num- number two for you, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, number two for me was the role of uh, Doug Gilcrest, the brother of the president, in that one episode of 1610. I enjoyed that show. I was the only person, I think, that did enjoy that show, but he played Bill Pullman's brother. Indeed, that there. No yeah, one has ever heard of a 1600 pen poll in a podcast <laughs> in the last five years. Good job, Jeff. Good job. Take that, it's American life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck at it, American Life. Uh, Je- uh, Brian, whatever your name is, what's your number two? Uh, so I hope you this one. Uh, number two, I had the Surgeon General of Beverly Hills from Escape from L.A. And I also had Ed Billick from The Ellen Show. Oh. See, Seven episodes. Yeah. yeah, I didn't remember him from, from Ellen. And I was like, okay. I guess it was after I stopped watching. Well, then again, I pretty much stopped watching when they changed the name from these friends of mine to Ellen. But it was no 1600 pen. Oh, God. It wasn't. 1600 pen, much better. So good. So good. West Wing has nothing Elfman, on it. Yes. It, it didn't. Uh, number two for you, Mike. Number two for me is Briscoe County Jr. Ah. Because how, how can you combine Bruce Campbell and show enough? And not just get some glorious, glorious TV out of it. Uh, that wasn't even on my top five. I'll be honest. I was kind of surprised. Oh. Uh, well, that's because his name was Briscoe, not Bruce. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Joel, number two for you? Ah, uh, the original Evil Dead. Okay. I like how three of his five is the Evil Dead series so far. Uh, Evil Dead 2 hasn't been on the list yet. What's your I... number one, Joel? Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. I, I wrote I wrote an article about how the uh, the Evil Dead franchise is the only perfect franchise that has maintained consistency from beginning to end. Joel, I swear to God. I mean, your your whole list is like Ash, Ash, Ash. Would you put... Oh, do you think the new Evil Dead is has a place in that, Joel? Yep, I okay. include that in there. Really? Uh it Fede Alvarez did a good job of taking something and making it the same, but different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a little hard to watch because it's 
it's so aggressively violent, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it holds up. And I, you know, I included other things. They just fell outside of the five yeah. window, like Bubba Hotep, Running Time, My Name is Bruce, Terminal Invasion, Mammoth Screaming Brain, Moontrap, Maniac Cop. You know, he's got a lot of other good roles, mm-hmm. but Ashley J. Williams is, 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 uh, is bread and butter. I was, at, I was just curious because I've never seen the new one. Uh, so I was just wondering if it, I, I heard it was bloody. Um, yeah. But I just haven't seen it yet. So I was just wondering. The the episode, we, we watched it for a show about a year ago. And the episode with the uh, the high school mascot is probably my favorite. Uh, of the show he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The series. Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not the, the movie. Blake was a fan of that series, too. Uh, Blake talked about that a couple times on our show. Uh, let's see. Mike, what is your number one? Well, that's my number Blake one? gets invited back to their show. <coughs> they got a connection there. Uh, Sam X. Yep, from, Burn Notice. From Burn Notice. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, while, I mean, Ash is like, he's a great character. He's a lot of fun to watch, but he's like a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam X, I think... Bruce Campbell finally really came into his own and having the Campbellness of his presence on the show and still being a, uh, a main character. Yeah. Um, Burn Notice is one of my favorite shows. I really enjoyed Burn Notice. Uh, I really did. Yeah. That was a great I never series. watched it. it uh, you really should check it out, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what's your number two? One, number one. Uh, number one for me is Bruce Campbell from my name is Bruce. Uh, the I sequel, thought that was going to be on more people's list. The sequel to My Name is Earl. Uh, Jeff, number one. It is not. <laughs> wow. You know, Billy uh, Connolly was in WKRP, the new, <laughs> new WKRP. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's amazing not how even one that Billy Connolly actually was in. Yes. <laughs> number one for you, uh, Jeff. My number one pick was uh, when he played Santa Claus in The Librarians. Holy crap. I I wow. I don't think you had. A <laughs> I, I don't know if that was a good holy crap or a bad holy. Crap. No, I haven't. My girls used to watch the librarians all the time, and I haven't even thought of that show for a while. Oh. I, I thought of it when I looked through his IMDb. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was in that because I did watch the librarians. While you were busy watching Burn Notice, I was watching the librarians. Mm-hmm. Je- Jeff, spent. Jeff, you really have the pulse of the pop culture world right now between uh, 1600 Pen and the Librarians, man. Whew. You are just hey, rocking. If you're going to bring up Bruce Campbell, how can you not talk about this? He, that was Why even on my top five. <laughs> uh, my number one was Bruce from uh, Finding Nemo. So, the shark. So... Uh, Fisher friends, not food. <laughs> That's a good impression. That's a good one, Joel. That's a good one. It's no. Some people just want to watch the world burn, but it's pretty damn close, Joel. <laughs> I didn't know that Michael Caine was in Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Caine. Uh, we had some listener feedback. Michael Caine. <laughs> so had some listener feedbacks on these. Uh, Steve at Elifm Podcast. Had Darkman. He's at the end of it. Oh. Uh, Hudsucker Proxy. Yep. Bur- uh, yep. Burn-, Burn Notice. Army of Darkness. And Congo. 
Oh, that's right. He loves that movie for some Mad reason. Gorilla. Sad Gorilla. Sad Gorilla. <laughs> Pretty Amy. Pretty, Pretty Amy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, top five for Randy at RJ Holt 666. It's not evil. He's just uh, trying, uh, handled that way. He had all of them. Uh, Hercules and Xena. Uh, Briscoe County. And mm-hmm. Sky High. Uh, number one fan, Doug, really likes Sky High. And Jack of All Trades. There you go. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I feel so terrible. I forgot about Jack of All Trades. Sorry, a lot of people did. Shut up, you. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you know what, though? He's no Bruce Valanche. I will say that. Um, I'm putting another note in my book. <laughs> don't don't get Jeff mad at you. Uh, let's see here. Um, Thank you for doing the bare minimum this week, Jason. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'll be okay. I'm okay with that. Maybe you are, but I'm not. Oh, well, tough shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin, at Cincy Explorer. Professionalism the... that I respect. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> nope, that's not his. That's not. Nope, nope. I don't know if we have huh? any other ones. Uh, if we did, we'll Kevin. put them on next week. Uh, oh, no, nope. Stork. Stork at Pisodic Geek. He has Old Spice commercials. Uh, Elvis in the Bubba Hotep. Briscoe County. I was County. expecting more of that. Uh, Briscoe County Jr. Uh, Bruce Campbell in My Name is Bruce, sequel to My Name is Earl. And uh, Ash Williams from the Evil Dead universe. So there you go. And uh, let me see here. Just making sure we didn't miss anybody here. Uh, I think, the, oh, Brian Ow had Octoclis from Hercules and Xena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Briscoe County Jr., Jack of All Trades, Burn Notice, and Army of Darkness. See, I didn't want to repeat everybody, so that's why I did the top five Bruces. I think I worked out well. I didn't want to actually give a list, so I made up something. Yep. Yep. Okay. Simmer down. Did anybody have any honorable mentions? I had enough time coming up with five. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brian, let's wrap this show up with our top or uh, uplifting and uh, obituaries. Obituaries, obituaries. I'm glad yeah, I'm not dead. Yeah, we forgot that last week. I'm glad I'm not dead. Yay, obituaries. Um, <laughs> you're not supposed to sing anymore. We took that away from you, Jason. Tough shit. That was Joel. So I did, I did even less than you, Jason, for this part of the mm. show because I didn't write it down. Oh, no one died. Great. Congratulations. No, plenty, well, of people, no. plenty of people have died. Yeah. Well, uh, as we were recording last week and we forgot to do it, uh, George Siegel had passed away. George Siegel. And then the next day. Uh, Stop it now. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? What was that? I think he was doing his George Siegel impersonation. <laughs> Uh, it was either that or he was yelling at me to stop that's that's not fair hang on hang on i can do a george siegel impersonation mine 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 (laughs) we went for the same joke just a different way yeah i hate that between us jason do your george siegel impersonation i just did he's dead uh there you go joel let me you know how the first thing you have to do in all your impersonations i'm george george siegel I'm dead. Uh, yeah. That's the only reason we know what, Jay, what pers- impersonation Jason's doing is he tells you who he is. Uh, Joel, do you get a lot of stand-up uh, uh, comedy acts on the college uh, circuit with your George Siegel impression? Is that what they're asking for nowadays? 
that's what all the kids want. Yep, I agree. That's I agree. exactly what they're looking for. They want yeah. more George Siegel. I agree. It's a tough it's tough market out there. If you can do a good George Siegel, you got you got some money in you. I'm telling you. Yep. Uh, uh, anyway, the next day after George Siegel passed, his uh, Jessica his, Walter, Jessica Walter, who played George Siegel's wife in uh, Just Shoot Me, did she? She passed. Did, was it George Siegel's all the way down? What, Jason? Nothing. I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> that wasn't even. I felt bad after even saying that. Yeah. Joke. I'll shut up. <laughs> well, we did. We don't make fun of Jessica Walter. She did some of the the best. Uh, stuff in the last couple years or decades there's always money in the banana stand there go. Mm. i think last week uh remembering back i think i just had uh elgin baylor was the only like yes. notable mm-hmm. um person yeah okay well that was a that was a shit storm of a obituary section do better next week brian come on uh uh, bad wow. idea of the week. <laughs> yeah. uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number 412. Uh, having your secret identity only be glasses. That's it. That's it. 412. <laughs> Do better. Whoa, Superman's here. Look at you, handsome yes. devil. Oh, get that Brian, back. Get that where have back. you been, Brian? Superman was just here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was horseback riding. Oh. oh, that's a code word. We haven't seen you stand up yet. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, God. Please don't, don't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Title oh. actually, actually, when he went to get the uh, the autographed picture, he stood up. So we mm. saw that. Look at those abs. <laughs> Man. Uh, let's see here. Titles for the show this week. Uh, Jeff, what you got? Let's see. Titles for the show. I got uh, The Drug Deal is Before the Ambulance. <laughs> I got I Think That Was Teddy Ruxpin. Uh, if He's So Friendly, Why Is He in Chains? Twister, the Human Caterpillar version. Order the pizza and grab the bucket. <laughs> Uh, that's one more kick in the nuts. Uh, my children are raised correctly. Uh, shit brick house. Nope. Nope. Can't do. Uh, you would need a brick house. <laughs> a lot of chafing. Hey, I had that one. Lots Thank of chafing. Lots of chafing. Thank you for doing the bare minimum. <laughs> and Superman was just here. Uh, I had not even on my top five, a badge of honor, uh, you do you, Joel does, Joel does Joel, uh, lots of shaving, and I did not pray hard enough. Uh, uh, uh let's see, I had the Waukegan experience, <laughs> uh, lots of inputs, uh, why is it sticky? That could be every episode. Uh, shit brick house. Nope. <laughs> um, the neighbor boy is tied to the tree again. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this was the thing. And, <laughs> and, stop. Uh, stop. That's it. That's the title. <laughs> Neighbor's kids tied to the tree again. That's it. 
<laughs> We're done. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we should we should let our guests pick. Okay, pick, yeah. pick one there, Mike and Joel. <laughs> Joel, what do you think, man? It's, I'm up between why is it sticky and the neighbor boy is tied to the tree. We could I put mean, it together and be like, why is the neighbor boy sticky? That might get us on another list. <laughs> that's, so. not good yeah. list. that's not a good list. I, I that, think by their reaction that the, the neighbor boy being tied to the tree is the way to go. The neighbor boy is tied to the tree. I think we'll vote for that. Okay. Uh, Joel, Mike, thank you very much for coming on our show. Thank you. Thank you, Jasmine. Yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having us. It's been a lot of fun. It has. I don't know why it took seven years. Uh, I blame our intern. Um, So, uh, got an intern? Yeah, Brian, right there. Brian, yeah, we need an intern. Uh, There is an intern, Gary from Teen Mom. Uh, He was our intern for a while, so he's looking for a job. So, if you're looking, and he's actually not far from you guys. He's in uh, Gary, Indiana. Yes. Oh, so Uh, we can't. We can't then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just letting you know. I don't. I don't know what your guys' feelings on Gary is, but or same, Indiana. Same as everyone in this country's feelings about Gary, Indiana. Um, Gary, Indiana is kind of like like when you reach and you kind of scratch your ass and you get that little chunk of peeled skin out of between the crack of your ass uh, and it sticks under your fingernail. I think we got a new title for the show. No, no, no. We're we're it's sticking with like the neighbor's the, kid tied to a tree again. It's like the taint of this area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gary, Indiana is the taint of the Midwest. Oh. Well, that, that explains the teen mom connection. <laughs> oh, great. Now no one in Gary, Indiana will listen to us. First Mississippi, now Gary, Indiana. Hey, you're the one that chased off Mississippi, Jason. I did. The whole state? After That's impressive. Ch- so we did have like some people well, listen. It was Alabama. You it was Alabama. So I made fun of Alabama for like a good three weeks uh, about their education system. And I'm not kidding. Like every week I just checked just for fun. And every week I lost more and more listeners in Alabama. Uh, <laughs> we went from three to none. In yeah, three Alabama weeks. was never... <laughs> Alabama was never our hub just because, well, they don't have technology. Uh, so that was another reason. But, yeah, Alabama <laughs> kept losing every week. <laughs> I think we had at, at one we point, did have more downloads in Ghana than we did in Alabama. We did. We did. Jesus. Are um, you, okay, so I, I, are you guys, you're at least getting, like, listeners in the United States. Like, right now, I don't, I don't want to brag, mm-hmm. but right now, 40 going on 14, is the number one TV review review podcast in Kenya. Whoa. Take that. Nice. So so here's the thing. You're number one in Kenya. We're what, number 10 in Sweden? Is that the one? It was Austria, I Austria. That's right. Literally, we got uh, 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 from our podcasting thing, Network, they um, like the hosting site, they sent us like updates of where we're number 10 in Austria. I don't know why. But we are good on you, man. I mean, we're number four in Kenya. Who the hell knew? <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, I think what were we like in the top 90 in New Zealand? I think there's stuff like that. And we're like, thank well, you, Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Nikki. <laughs> so thanks, New Zealand. But yeah, we were in top 10 for Austria. So you know what? I would trade a top 10 in Austria for Kenya. I like that. I would like that. Because um, yeah, Kenya's like a thing, you know, like you're like, oh, Kenya. Mm-hmm. Number four in Kenya. Have you hit no. every continent yet except Antarctica? Have you been downloaded? Oh, yes. We actually have. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we, we've done, been. We've 
been on a chart at one point or another in every continent. We we were pretty happy. Like when we first started out, we're like, oh, you know, let's see how many we can get. And then once we hit like every continent, we're like, whoa, look at that. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many. Just give me the continent. So I know. I know. Yeah. It's so we strange. we were getting eight downloads a week, but they were from every, <laughs> every different every continent. continent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I've listened to our first hundred episodes. I would recommend don't. Uh, <laughs> after that, we're actually, I would say the first 50 don't, uh, after that, we're okay. Uh, um, yeah, there was, there was a moment around episode 30 where, um, Josh, like up to episode 30, like after the show, it's like, I don't understand why our audio audio is so bad, man, the recording is so terrible. We just can't get And then finally I called Josh. And I'm like, look, I don't want to be rude, but it's you, <laughs> you need a better mic. Uh-huh. <laughs> He, but you know what? He bought a new one, and uh, you know we've, and uh, Pat bought a new one. It's funny because like Patrick bought a new one, and then for two shows he was actually it was a headset, and he was wearing it backwards. <laughs> um, that, that's a true story. That is a true story. Because <laughs> because Pat would be talking, he's like, I don't understand why this headphone just isn't working. It's just I'm like, I looked. Uh, give me the model number. I looked up. I sent him the picture of it. And he's like. Holy cow, look at how that guy's wearing it on the picture. Oh my god, it sounds so good now. Joel confirmed for me that this is how that conversation went. <laughs> he may have been high at the time. Not, <laughs> may not confirming or denying. Yeah, once we got rid of the condenser mics, we were like, oh, this is a whole lot easier and better sounding. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Um <laughs> Friends don't let, let friends buy uh, Blue Yetis. Well, to be fair, we didn't think we were going to make it through past 10 episodes, let alone 300 and something. So that was mm-hmm. the reason. We're like, well, we won't put that much of a commitment in yet. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. As long as <clears throat> Jeff's ever been committed to. So uh, besides. Oh, wow. Besides yeah. Twinkies. Uh, anyways. No, I'm not even not committed to Twinkies. Yeah. Uh, Joel and Mike, where can we find you guys at? Well, we are on uh, pretty much every podcast distributor out there. Mm-hmm. We're currently hosted at Blueberry, but um, I uh, I direct people to uh, Podcast Addict if you're on mobile. It's a great place to find us. You can also find us on our home on the web. That's 40go14.com. And uh, if you'd like to uh, give us a call, you can call, give us a ring at uh, 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. And that was like a reflex action. <laughs> We've also got a Facebook page as well as uh, Twitter. And uh, if you're on Discord, we have an ongoing Discord chat where you can interact with us. And it's bit. Pretty much moves mm-hmm. all day long, twenty four seven. There's something going on there. There's something. In fact, today Josh was sharing pictures of his meat. All mm. right. So how do I find you? I got my Discord open. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. oh, that sounds dirty. I, I will. I will grab an invite link for you guys and I'll put it in the chat right now. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Well, thank you guys. We appreciate it. Uh, let's not do seven more years for this. So yeah, um, definitely. Let's get, let's get Brian. Get something on the books here. Come on, get something on the book. <laughs> uh, but yes, everybody, thank you for listening. Got it. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets. There's a history, not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. The history of bad.
you are listening to a Hobie.